I bet. Man, uh, how y'all boys feeling, bro? As far as what I'm I feeling, all right. I know, I, 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 like, I know. I text you. you. How you feeling, fool? You talking to me? My bad. Yeah, I'm straight, man. I'm I'm doing all right. I've been, I'm just chilling now. I've been outside the house, you know, trying to get out the quarantine before a bike ride. So I'm doing all right now. You're not running up in New York. Nah, it's like wonderful weather. Sunny. It's not too hot though. Feel good. Everybody outside. Shit, it's not raining. How's it down in Malaysia? How you living, bro? How was your trip, bro? Oh man, that shit was lovely, man. You know what I mean? Kind of ended too short, even though I was there for a buck. You know what I mean? Last time we talked, you was out. You was out in Arkansas. That's a fact. That's a fact. Uh, shit. Yeah. No, I'm back, bro. Shit. All right, bro. So. Hey, last time we had a good conversation, but uh, I I heard a few niggas talking about like what they did and then like about it. Some people say it was a lot of content. Some people say it was too much, mm-hmm. like, we was, like throwing around too much shit. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I feel like if you if it, I don't know, like when it comes to knowledge, if you want it, it's gonna be there for you. I ain't saying we had to drop knowledge. We just people who looked into the knowledge and just want to share what we learn. Right, so, right, right. No, nah, I mean, granted, I heard some of the same things, but I'm like, dog, it was a conversation. <laughs> it's not like we going in with, like, super bulletin points and shit like that. Right, niggas is really rapping. Real talk. Because <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, shit, nigga, if y'all niggas want a lesson, I'll give you a lesson, for sure. Bro, I, I don't even know if I want to get in that mood, bro. You don't get me into teaching. I'll I turn into a preacher real quick. Nah, that's the whole thing, bro. I be, you know what I mean? I be thinking on a different level, so I be tying in other shit. Then it'll be a whole fucking class. Right. I don't know. It's just when you well, first of all, if y'all don't know who y'all listening to, it's the boy Loki Henry on the mic, uh hosting immature icons, regular devilin' nigga, just working every day. Like to talk to niggas, so I talk to my niggas. Real talk. Hey, yeah. It's uh y'all already know me, goddamn the god MC, the god in me, young Mel, Millet. Yeah, I'm here, bro. You know what I mean? Captain of Unfounded, but we a family, so facts and i got one of my uh my, my boys um you know from immature icons if you listen to us on that joint uh engineer producer homie uh my boy jew what's good jew yeah what's good y'all it's jew julian it's been a minute since i've been on here but you know feeling good i'm ready to talk we well, shit like last time we talked about uh like we we talked about consciousness and like we just drift on in different parts like i was listening to it Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie. I was like, how the hell do we get the chance of Robert? And it like it made sense in the end of it, but right. it's like like this time I feel like like we said we won't talk about um albums this time, right? But it's kind of weird because it feels like the place we in now is like, yeah, we can talk about albums, but I wanna say something one thing about I'm always a person that listen back and try to learn from what I did before. Mm-hmm. So one thing I do want to say is that we did not bring up enough female uh, well, yeah, enough female artists. Indeed. Like I definitely I say that off rip, but like this thing, as soon as we end out, like, damn, we talked about conscious hip hop and then bring up Queen Latifah. Yep. Like, we glanced <laughs> over Sister Soldier. Right. We like, I don't even know if we brought up Lauryn Hill. No. Oh, definitely. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, I'll be the first. Like, I was talking to my girl about that shit. I like, damn, I really just thought about it. I'm like, damn, we really didn't say shit. I feel fucked up about that shit. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, for sure. But I mean, shit, you know, as you said, you know what I mean? 
as as we go, we're we're learning, you know what I mean, to uh not to be more inclusive, but shit this just to broaden the fucking broaden our argument at the end of the day. Facts. Cause it's not just men who talking about like basically outlining the thoughts of our people, but it's like women too. Indeed, and they've been in the front line along with us, if not more than us, so. Exactly. Because, I don't know, it's, cause, like, speaking of that, like, <laughs> as a good segue, like, y'all want to talk about the J. Cole No Name shit over it, or y'all want to wait for it? I don't know, let's get into it. Yeah, I want to talk about that. Bruh, Julian, would you, like, I, I, listen, I heard this song. The J. Cole song, I heard no name. Like, at first, I didn't even know what the fuck was going on. I ain't gonna hold you. Same here. <laughs> I ain't, bro. When niggas was like, he just a no name, I was like, wait, what, bro? No, that's what, yeah, was, what was your reaction when I heard that shit? Like, for real, because I was, I, I didn't know what the hell was going on. I just heard the song, was like, what? <laughs> well, like, for you gotta excuse me because actually, I haven't heard the J. Cole song, I just read the lyrics, right? And so, I see I mean, what you're talking about, bro. That's a that's a message, shit. Yeah. right? Right, right, but um. You know, for real, when he dropped it, I was kind of surprised that, um, you know, J. Cole, he don't really be on Twitter like that or, you know, looking at the trolls or what anyone got to say about him on the Internet. So first off, I was pretty surprised that he even, you know, responded to somebody. But, um, you know, the content of it where he was basically calling her out, how he didn't like how, because, you know, she had that tweet where she was like, uh, you know, the top selling artists be rapping about the black struggle, but. They can't even tweet out right now. And I was like, when she tweeted that joint, I knew who she was talking about. It was either J. Cole, Kendrick, or, you know, filling somebody else. But I knew it was it was one of the big three. It was it was either, it was either, it was either Kendrick, Drake, or J. Cole, like honestly. Or or all of them for real. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, like and then so I think that was like two weeks ago. So when I read the J. Cole lyrics though, I was like, Oh damn, he actually hurt by that. And I kinda I kind of agree with some of the stuff he was saying. Like, I think uh, the timing, first off, I didn't think it was necessary to respond in a song, but some of the points he was making, I could see the argument from there. I don't totally agree with, you know, his approach, but basically he was saying, you know, if you're going to try to educate people, you have to be a little bit more gentle. And at least that's what I got from it. He was saying like, you know, I seen what you said on Twitter, but, you know, your tone is a little too aggressive for me. Um, I'm not as basically trying to make himself seem that he's not the savior everyone paints him to be. He's just a nigga who is honest, but he don't do like the due diligence of reading and stuff that she's been preaching lately. So he was kind of like, I, I took it as him saying like, you know, he's off me. Like, you know, I'm still trying to help for real, for real. So that's real. Um, from my standpoint, granted, I don't follow No Name on social media, so I had no idea about the tweet. I just seen it was new J. Cole. So off rip, I was like, okay, you know, um, his message, it didn't feel like it was really directed at anybody, like, per se. Like, I took it like, oh, shit, like, he's just being, he's making commentary about what he's saying right now. But then once, you know, once I found out about the tweet, I was like, okay, I can see it at this point, but the outrage turned from you know critiquing j cole to damn not canceling them but turning into like all right j cole doesn't like black women oh j cole doesn't read it's like yeah <laughs> like you said uh in your 
from your takeaway from it, you know, I'm just reading it. Like Cole basically said that. So he's like, bro, I'm not as well read as y'all try to paint me to be just because I speak about these things in the song. Like there are people out here who we should be listening to. Stop trying to make me the focal point of this shit. And that's what I took from it, like from his uh, particular song. Then hearing her song, it was like, okay, you do have to respond and all of that. But it's just like, we're still, now we're taken away from the message at this point. Yeah. It's kind of like, what, what are we talking about now? Yeah. Cause it's like, all right, I get he dissed you. This is the perfect time to, you know, like I said, I, I don't follow her on social media. So, and my, my knowledge of her as a musician isn't as big as others. So it's like, okay, yeah, this is the time where you got everybody's attention. You should do something, but is this the time to do this? So I'll say, let me, I had both of y'all. Let me say this, bro. Mm-hmm. So first, I got, it's gonna be, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go off of the ring a lot of y'all. Do so first thing about J. Cole, J. Cole is notorious for doing this because he's historically done this. He always, not disses, but talks about someone who is within his access or reach mm-hmm. in music and puts it out as a record randomly. Right. He's, he, he's done this for, this is the fourth, fifth time he's done this. Indeed. Who else? Uh, he's talking about uh, what, the False Prophet record? False Prophet joint. Oh, he did yeah. the Everybody Dies, Everybody Dies joint by Low Pump, about Auto Lows. He did, but can we? All right, no, 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 no. We not, we not gonna do. Everybody dies, bro. Because I feel like, I feel like that was a blanket ass statement, bro. It all, was like, but for we, all the look, but based off the album, you knew who you was talking about. For do we? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I knew. Yeah, the whole. Yeah, the whole. Bro, like, yeah, I mean, bro, yeah, bro. That's that's the, the beginning of the of the the new waves of the lows, the little Uzis, the little Yadis, the little Pumps, and all that. I got that, but we're not gonna act like he pull one of the maneuvers that you're talking about it's not the he, same bro i said like this it, it was it, it's not the same because you're right because it's not like he had access he has access to all those kids yeah because granted kids. him shooting at wale him shooting at uh kanye who are people he can actually get in contact with one is his close close friend if not his best friend in the industry so it's like exactly. i get what you're saying on that point Okay, but any regardless. for sure, yeah, bro. So, do you think so? Like with the no name shit, what I'm saying is with the no name shit. This is a repeated behavior. Cole's very passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. He seems like a passive aggressive person. So this is his way of expressing his way. So even though it, we may not get it or we might we might not agree with it, this is how he expresses himself. It right. is what it is. So that's point one. My second point is that the issue with his response is two things. One generationally, like women have tried to be patient with men, and it just hasn't worked. Now, whether you want to say it's because of the systems that be that constantly reinforce negative stereotypes, that constantly, like, basically make it harder for men to do what they need to do with, for women and for their families. Regardless, it's too many accounts of men just not knowing what they're supposed to do. All right, so I think a part of it is that. She's saying that she's that she's as a young woman is fed up to see that she has to grow up seeing what her mom and grandma honestly have seen. All right. So I think that's a big part of it. And the other thing is like because of what we have right now, it made it worse. If this had happened four months ago, five months ago, seven months ago, it would have seemed 
random, but it wouldn't seem as bad. If it happened about a killing over a young man, it wouldn't seem as bad. But the fact that she's basically saying that y'all y'all stand as proud as y'all do for black men getting killed, but y'all don't do the same for black women, like gay people, black trans people, then I think that's where the issue is, where she's basically saying the patriarchy allows you to do it. Your privilege allows you to say, hey, be careful with me. Your privilege allows you to say, hey, don't talk to me this way, or hey, you need to be careful with me, educate me, because I don't know. It's a privilege to be able to say that because it's like basically the influ- it's like the uh, affluent affluency thing when people when white kids do dumb shit and they say their fluency is the reason why they shouldn't be in trouble for that much. It's damn near the same argument. So right, right. Like, from a young woman seeing that anger is like basically saying that it's showing that the reason why she feels this way is because she's she doesn't want she doesn't want to be careful. She's not trying to be careful with you. She's trying to shove it in your face so you know what the hell she's trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. So you know what the hell the message is. That's how I took it. Right. Like that that like it's just it's just like we seen as we seen with everybody protesting, people are sick of it. From mm-hmm. heterosexual, bisexual, gay sexual, man, woman, no matter the spectrum, uh, across the entire spectrum, people are just sick. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't know, that's how I took it away. And I took it as like what happens after will be very telling because a lot like and this is the nuance that I think people try to leave out when it comes to music. You have the same person who talks about taking a girl virginity, but doesn't talk want to talk about like, or doesn't or wants to be taken careful about like rape culture. That's you see what I'm saying? Like that's the mm-hmm. that's the the weird exchange that we're seeing right now. So with that, it's like like you is it we just we're seeing people finally have to own up to the things that were wrong we were taught no matter what right like whether it comes to how we treat women how we treat sexuality how we treat gender how we treat raising our kids how Mm -hmm. we treat teaching kids all that stuff is changing before our eyes and i think people are just like we're seeing a generational gap in because no name is only like 22 23 that's the wild part too Mm -hmm. so it's like if we're seeing a generational shift where people are getting sicker by the generation I think that's I think that's the biggest takeaway that I'm seeing right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people fed up, you know. No, nah, that's real. It's it's all the way across the board, like you said. So it's like, and part of the conversation I thought that like, well, that we can't still have today, or that we probably won't have today, because niggas just like talking music. It's how like generation generationally we've seen. Because think about it, just through music, like we talking about this because it's part of music. Mm-hmm. We've seen generationally our people. Year after year after year, from starting from back in Cop Killer, like we talked about last time, till now, just be fed up and they get worse and worse and worse. Right. Yeah, no, no, it, it definitely ties in. Um, how can I put this? Uh, to, to stay politically correct and shit, even though I shouldn't, but um, with what we're seeing in the world, even to Trump's presidency, um, to right now with the protest this is truly the last stand for white supremacy um patriarchal ideas uh shit of the past and like you said we're seeing it we're seeing it all crumble right before our eyes we're seeing people wake up to the bullshit right before our eyes yeah not nah, like bruh <sighs> I ain't seen nothing on the news about it, but I'm waiting for like I don't know what's gonna happen in Louisville if they find if they don't do shit with that cop. Yeah, no, oh, you with the Brianna Taylor thing. Yeah, with the Brianna Taylor situation. 
Like that, I don't know, man. That because that's worse. Like, yeah, it seems like it's moving too slow. Yeah, that's that's what I was about to say. (laughs) It's pretty moving mad slow, but it's the fact that the crime itself was so egregious by the system. Mm -hmm. Like that's just a read. Like we ain't seen like it be middle of the night running down the street. You don't know what happened. Or like like it's just we've seen some some wild shit happen like the Bohem the Bowtime Jean shit that shit yeah. was that's just well, this is the closest thing I think of I can think of where somebody just barged into somebody's house and killed them in their own crib. Yeah, yeah. So it's like that like yeah we seen some egregious shit but that's just bad man that's just horrible that's that's I mean I don't the, know, man. granted this the, isn't the, the first part. time not to cut you off but yeah this isn't the first time where a a police district or a police, a city police official has done something like this, or even committed an act like this. Like, bro, you can think about the push bombs, like in Philly in the eighties. Like, yeah, nah, the 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 police, the police has has always kind of done shit like this, bro. Even, granted, bro, was a cop killer. Uh, the the one in uh, Dallas with them sending the bot in, inside the crib, bro. Like, they've been doing type shit like this for a while. For a very long time. Shit, bro. What Julian, what were you about to say, bro? No, I was just about to say, um, you know, it's it's crazy because it happened like two months before the whole unrest from George Floyd happened, right? So like who's to say if the George Floyd stiff didn't happen, you know, the progress that has been made for Breonna Taylor would have even gotten done, you know. It got amplified because people were already, you know, upset about George Floyd, but it just it goes to show that you know, social media is the greatest tool for getting justice because without it, you know, nothing might have ever, ever happened. Bro, and the fucked up shit is that I think that's I think that's a part of what No Name is also was also trying to get at is that people was definitely protesting for Joey Floyd, but was it nobody saying anything about Bernard Taylor? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like people hopped on to it. I mean, you gotta think about it, bro. Um people seen a video of George Floyd. So yeah, they have that. That is a, that, that is a fact. Though. Yeah, it's accessible. They know the face. They know everything about the story from the video, as opposed to Breonna Taylor. Like a lot of us found out about it on social media just through I right, arrest her killers to R.I.P. But not everybody knows the story. You know what I mean? Outside of or right, she was killed it. in her house. Like not everybody really has a a frame point, like a frame of reference. Bro, the wild part is I found out about it because the dude who they were trying to arrest, they arrested and charged with her murder. Mm-hmm. Like that's how I heard about it. Cause I'm like, the nigga it was her boyfriend. Said, oh, her boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shoot me. Let me not say nigga. I'm trying to stop saying the word. Bro, okay. Yeah, that's why you threw me off. Okay. People keep bringing it out on me. But now, like the the man who was sleeping beside her, who shot the warning shot, he they tried to charge him with her murder. Then tried to well, we didn't find out this till later, but tried to interrogate the mom and be like, Well, did she have any enemies to try to pin it on? So it was like Oh, I didn't even know all of that. Yeah, yeah. The mom just can't like that's what I'm saying. We is like Julian is saying, bro, this drink is like moving mad slow for no reason compared to everything else. Mm-hmm. Like the I it's like like I said, it's because of the video. Cause when George Floyd died, Steven Jackson did the same day. Excuse me, shit, the same day was crying on camera because that was his man mm-hmm. so it was like nobody did that for Breonna Taylor it, so it's it's crazy to act like when you really sit down and think about it what no name was really saying was that like 
the reason why I care about it is because men, men, like uh, it's yeah. true. Uh, yeah, let's let's talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. I, it's because we live in this society, bro. I mean, to to take it back, you know, I mean, to the eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds, before women had rights, like this has been the thing that's always led like black men if if they're going to talk about black people it's black male death um and that's pretty much it because it's not a real story to america america only cares about white women bro let's keep it a buck if they're gonna if they're gonna care about a white if they're gonna care about a woman it's only gonna be a white woman so whenever something happens like uh the central park shit it's like you're going to hear about that. They're going to blast that in the news. But if it happens to a black woman, if it happens to a woman of color, even though I hate that phrase as well, it's like nobody, nobody's going to talk about it. You're not going to get any coverage. That's even with the toy and uh, situation. Rest in peace to her. Yeah, that shit. Bro, like that shit, you're not. We haven't heard nothing really about it, bro. Here. Like in the in the national. That's national. They, they arrested. They arrested. Yeah, oh, yeah. They I, do, I, yeah. I heard about it because they arrested. Cause. Yeah. But I, I seen that in it off the, you know, off social media and. Exactly. In the Tennessee newspaper, I mean not Tennessee, Tallahassee newspaper. So it's just like I ain't see it on CNN like I seen George Floyd shit. I ain't see that up there, you know. But, well, my part of it is because that's just going to be considered regular crime. And it's like it's a story though. Yeah, but it's a story that that's taken it. off, and we know we know news, bro. Let's, oh, let's yeah, keep it a buck. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, yeah. I'm saying like to well, let me phrase it like this: to the national media, yeah, it's, they don't it's not, care because it's mm-hmm. seen as black on black crime. It's just seen as a regular crime where a man raped a woman. But Indeed. it's like that was a 19 year old leader, and, and then that's what I'm trying to get at. Like that's different. That's different. Like not even say it's different because it's 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 it's, 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 it's all in the same, bro. Yeah. And it's it's all tied together. Because granted, her being vocal in this time, her telling her story. Not saying that this situation, uh, you know, gave her the courage to uh, tell her story, but just her having the the voice that she had in that community is like, bro, it's all tied together. This should be national news. Man, I don't like. We live in a, we live in a wild world, bro. To the Indeed. point to where I would like I don't know. It's just. Cause it's really crazy how we program to think. Cause like, and that's like, this to make it a little bit more relevant. Just like to the conversation, like we talk about constant, we talk about just shit that's happening around us right now. It's real, but like I was thinking, I'm like, damn, the miseducation of, uh, of Lauren Hill. She really made that shit based off the miseducation of Negro, and I didn't. I never thought about that. I thought about it before, but I like never really sat there and thought about it. Mm-hmm. And then, like when you think about the miseducation of Negro, it's literally about basically brainwashing black people. Yeah. So in essence, an album about her being brainwashed to feel certain ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, even in our music, even the women even tell us in the music that we're brainwashed to think this way. We're brainwashed to believe that there's a status quo that one thing should be away when it's n- that's not how I feel. No, that's right. And real. when that happens, we don't know how to engage with that shit. Yeah, because yeah. we haven't had to. Yeah, bro. Like, I think, like, and I hate to keep bringing it back to school, but I'm pretty, like, Julian, I'm pretty sure you can agree, like, and it kind of comes to, like, when you go to a certain school, when you go to a certain school, there's a, there's a culture shock. Whether, even though you think the people, they're going to look like you, 
there's a culture shock. Like when I met certain people, it was like just a, like, damn, that's how you move, or damn, that's how y'all move where y'all from. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like like you really don't expect it, but like we talked about last time about black people not being a monolith about how the music tells different stories for different people. You experience that when you go to school too. Yeah, you experience that in the world, bro. But yeah, shit, school yeah. school is definitely if we talking about like college and shit like that. Or e- even even high school, like, cause I know for me to not to personalize shit, but like I switched high schools after freshman year of high school, whatever, and I ended up going to like my home school and just seeing how everyone carried themselves from these are people I went to middle school with and shit like that, and just that one year of being away, it was like, oh shit, we have two totally different like outlooks on life, just because of where I went to school. You know, like, I don't, like, and it's crazy because you can, like, it's weird. Like, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because you can think differently from the person who lay down beside you, and then you can think differently than the person who you make music with. You can think, like, whether you be, you can both be black, you can both be men, you can both be women, but y'all might not think the same. And if y'all think similar, it's not the same. So it's like, it's just amazing to see like how different men and women can think. I think that's my overall thought. Like it's it's just like Yeah, I mean it's wild. It's it's real though. I mean it's the it's the reality that we're we're faced with. Um women black women in general, you know, they've had to be the the strength of the community. They've had to be the piece that held us together. They've had to always, you know, put their problems to the side for the the plight of the black man and the black child and shit like that. While the black man gets the benefit from being a man at the end of the day, even though we're still treated like shit by other races, we still get the benefits of being the man, you know, even if we're not even yeah. pulling our responsibilities. Yeah. And, and it's also like, you know, we, we sitting here talking about how we, we recognize, you know, the, the unfair advantages black women have and the privilege that we have as men in society and even you know, slightly more privileged being black men compared to black women. But, you know, really only way I think that change is like more black men got to speak up and educate other black men about, you know, some of the, uh, you know, the unfair, unfairness and the misogyny that that we learn about. Because you will see, and this is just from going off like social media, you'll see a lot of people, you know, they, they'll trash black women for no reason. And, and you see a black woman speak up and they're like, you know, that's crazy. Not all black men do this. You're just making making this up. But like, you know, I've been guilty of it too before. It's like, you really don't know until you know. You got to have that conversation. So it's up to, you know, like us. You got to talk to mm-hmm. the other black men and listen to black women when when they say this. it's the reason they feel this way. It's because it probably is, you know, like we can't just dismiss because, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. Bro, that shit just happened to me, bro. <laughs> like, like, nigga, I hate saying this word, but niggas is really weird, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but, like, you know what I'm talking about, I, bro. I do. And <laughs> That's what I'm like. Oh, I feel you. I know. Yeah, no, that, that's a fact, bro. But, like, hey, we already knew about dudes, so. Nah, we, bro, I gave, I've been giving dude a chance. Mm. But. Nah. Damn, that nah. But essentially, basically, like, 
niggas really think that just because they themselves and their one to four friends don't do foul shit to women, that foul shit isn't getting done to women. I'll say it like this. I said it in every group chat. I said it to every person who I've talked about the situation with. I've, talked to, I've said it to, I've always believed this. For every one good guy, there's at least five to seven horror stories. That's a fact. Like, yep. like <laughs> it, it just is what it is. Like, And the fact that niggas believe that speaking up for women is a way for somebody to try to get some pussy for lack of, for, I'm quoting. Say what you say, bro. This that's, is hip hop, bro. That's bro, it's weak, bro. That's weak. No, nah, that's a fact. But that's that's the mentality a lot of a lot of men in our community have. Like, I don't know. I, I, I always think from the perspective of perspective of somebody who my dad's always been in my life, but I live with my mom, live with my sister, live with my niece, live with my grandma, live with my aunt, live with my cousins, mm-hmm. all women. Like without you, without a black woman, you wouldn't exist. Give respect. Listen. No, that's real talk. Understand. That's yeah. how I feel. Yeah, but you got a you got a lot of a lot of black people, I might even say men or women, like just in general, who have a traditional mindset, a conservative mindset of how things should be. So They'll treat women a certain way based on the values that they were, uh, you know, that their grandfather gave them, that their father gave them, knowing that, hey, they was doing mom dirty, but hey, you know, they kept the house clean. You know, what I mean, they uh, they kept the house paid off. They kept bringing food in the house. Like, that's really you got black men that only think that's what matters, or black people that think that's all that matters. Like, you don't have to respect the person that you're with, the uh, women that are in your life. And like we see it, we see it all the time, bro. Like we went to school with a lot of dudes who have that mindset. Which is wild because shit, we went to we was right next door to an institution building powerful women, but you know, they weren't having those conversations. They were, you know, we have the the brothers that was trying to just have sex with, you know, all of our sisters as opposed to trying to build, trying to have real conversations. Uh, I don't know. It's like I said, niggas is weirdos. For sure. And niggas is weirdos. But it's wild because thinking about it, you like, <laughs> this is weird when you think about like, J. Cole was saying, take it easy on Big Kendrick out here trying to get money, put money on R. Kelly books and shit. <laughs> like, um, hey man, I can't. Like, Wait, what? <laughs> you ever heard about that, Drew? That was a while no, ago. What happened? Like, it was a while ago. Like, basically, when everybody was canceling R. Kelly, he was. was like, like, don't take his money off of Apple Music. I pay for his music to up there, all this type of shit. It was wild. Yeah, because he, he was basically saying, like, censoring artists, like, because of their their actual, you know, real-life circumstances is wrong because you, you're robbing people of art and shit like that. Because he, he was really speaking out about XXX as well. Oh, he was. Yeah. I remember that now. Yeah. But I understand. Like, I don't know. It's... This is a slippery slope, but there's a difference from a 17-year-old, 18-year-old with a DV charge and a 40-year-old with molestation charges. That's oh, a yeah, they're, they're definitely not in... Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're not the same at all. <laughs> One is somebody who's young. Like I hate to say it because you should never put hands on a woman, 
But at 18, 19, you, your emotions, you don't know how to handle your frustration no matter what your gender sexuality is. So you're going to, like, do something that you regret in your life that you will always say that that was a mistake that I should have never done. Like, is what it is what it is. Mm-hmm. At forty years old, that's a decision. That's a like yeah yeah he's sick, but he he like he got the access and money to to not do what he wants, but he just, he chooses to use it to do whatever the hell he wants. That's a different level of sick. Right. Yeah, that's what those. There's were. no excuse for him. You know, bro. I don't want to be depressed on this whole podcast. What you got, my luck? Oh, about what? Shit, I mean, if we want to move on from the the Cole and No Name shit, like I don't know if you got, anybody got anything else to say about it. I mean, No Name bodied the nigga. I'm not. I, it oh, yeah, it, it yeah, was yeah. what it was. She gave him two bars. It felt like for real, for real. But she did what she had to do on that. On a Madlib beat too. That joint was fire. Exact. <laughs> so I saw Mad. I saw Madlib dropping link before anybody else. I was like, hold up, what? Hey, bro, I'd be late to all of these releases. That shit was everybody was already like, talking about it. I was like, oh, okay. I, I saw this shit like twenty minutes after it dropped. I went on it, clicked on the Apple Music during it didn't work. So I mm-hmm. waited like another 35, 40 minutes and it worked. But yeah, nah, that's yeah. Yeah, she nah, did what she, she had to do. She said she said what she had to say. Like ain't nothing that you can say to her. No, nah, real talk. At that point. Hey, I'm still mad that nigga started tweeting after that shit. And it's like, hey, bro, you didn't have to say a word. I think if that's the I mean, one thing I'm learning from this year outside of this music talk is motherfuckers need to stop explaining themselves at this point. Cause the, the, I understand cause, him because of the situation, because of the fact that everyone, like, it did, fit, it felt off. It did, it felt like because of what she's even talking about, it felt like a bad move. Like, it just didn't need to be done. But him doubling down on it didn't make it no better, bro. Yeah. Yeah, like he really didn't have to say nothing, bro. On both I mean, accounts, least, he really didn't even have to drop this song. This and that's the whole kill that I was telling my, I was telling my girl. I'm like, bro, they did. Smino and Saba were both. Wasn't Smino on the Dreamville tape? Both of them. They was on the the last song. No name was who? No, not no name. I thought you said Smino yeah. and Saba. No, I did, I did, I did. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Smino and Saba. Yeah, I'm like. So Smino Saba very cool with Jade and Earth Gang. You can get no name number race very fast. Mm-hmm. Very, very swiftly. So but again, he has a penchant for calling out people who he has access to in songs. I don't know, that's because he doesn't know how to talk to people directly without it already being an issue, or like I don't know. I don't know. Hey, see, I'm not I'm not gonna defend him on this one. I'm not gonna defend him with the Wale shit, but that Kanye shit, and I'm he a little justified with it, bro. He's a little justified because Kanye did some corny shit right after that. He was he was he was justified for the Wale shit too. He was justified for that. Nah, Wale, nah, nah, Wale, nah, nah. Wale, Wale cares too much about what Twitter says for not, sure. But if you with the, um, not enough with his actual friends, say. but if you my man's bro, you still don't have to put that in the song. Even if you tell me this every time you see me, bro, you don't have to put that. in the But song. everybody knows it. Everybody says it. For Julian, sh- my man Julian, he been saying this. Is- before Wale even got big. For sure. Hey, bro, that's what stifled Wale's <laughs> ascension, bro. Him snapping on Complex. Like, that's that's what stifled him. Yeah, I'm with that. That was like 2011. That was like 2011, wasn't it? Shit, 2013, it was The Gifted. Because it wasn't on the top 50 who albums. Did, who did he snap on when... What, what came out in 2011? One more thing about that came out in 2011. Ambition. Ambition. He snapped on somebody because of that album. I'm not familiar. 
Shit, you know, we got the internet right here, my dog. It's the best best thing ever. Shit. But yeah, no, I I don't remember. But now that that him snapping on complex, that I remember when that phone call went uh viral or whatever. That yeah, that shit was funny. That shit was funny. Damn, nigga. Bro, I ain't gonna lie, but all right, so, so let's talk about if we're gonna talk about the consciousness jungle, bro. This is actually something else I wanted to bring up because I tweeted this shit a couple days ago. Me and my man was talking about it at my job. Mm-hmm. Wale, if you think about it, has had the like if you think about his EP, not album, his EP for over the last two or three years, he said if you think about it, the most socially conscious run of the artist who just dropped EPs, that's all he's dropped over the last three years consistently. For sure. Yeah. Even with this last yeah. one he just dropped. That's why but that's why that's what made me think. I'm like, damn. Every year he drops some shit, just, some shit just for the people. Bro, he I t- bought some shit. He's doing socially conscious bars over a cha-cha slide sample, and my shit just died. Fuck it, hold on. We about to figure this shit out. I don't even remember this. Now this shit don't want to cut on, and hey, we gonna pause. Oh yeah, we good. All right, we back. All right, but now, like I was saying, like Wale, uh, sorry for the punching, but Wale, his shit was real live. Like, because you got to think, like, I know I said last week, but uh, salary cap is my favorite drink. Mm-hmm. This drink this week with the uh, the guys, what's it called? Guys and Queens? Yeah, the Queens and Guys joint. Queens and Guys joint? Yeah, that shit, that's my shit. The June 5th joint, that's my shit. Yeah, body that. Like, I just wonder about why he doesn't do it on albums. Cause I feel like he could really have an album of anthems if he really wanted to. And Who's he signed to right now? Is he still on MMG? Nah, he's he's all yeah. He's still MMG. He's still MMG, but he's he's through Warner right now. He got a like, yeah. He left. He left Atlanta and signed to Warner, which is the same company for sure. Uh, but he got he got his own little shit down the street. What did you say? I said that's his own little shit though. Cause yeah, mistaken, he got the every blue moon shit. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, the album came out through that too. Yeah, I about to say, ain't mm-hmm. no MMG. They, they ain't got no imprint on this shit. For real? Yeah, I about to say, his last album through MMG was the album about nothing, if I'm not mistaken. I did not know that. I, nah, I okay, was... Shine, Shine was the last one. I thought he was oh, yeah. the, uh, MM, the new MMG album, though. Oh, I'm for sure, bro. They family for life. You know, I ain't know that, but uh, yeah. yeah, I don't think he's still like doing like a label situation through them or nothing like that. He don't need to, but I feel like he want them. He want them rappers that stuck on the old wave of like having to sign to a major. Because when Freddie Gibbs signed, I was like, yeah, that that was confusing, but that threw me off. Because he just signed a deal last year for the Bandana. Yeah, I think that was just a one album deal though. That's why. No, yeah, 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 it was the one album deal. It was the one album deal. True, yeah. I mean, labels are like in it, uh, not even necessary these days, but you know. I mean, sure. shit. Honestly, labels need to pay reparations if we really want to be honest. If we really want to have a conversation, if y'all really want to talk about being conscious. Let's talk about that shit. Thanks. Because. <laughs> You got niggas getting. I, I agree. Five percent of five percent of their own royalties of a song that they made before they even signed to the label. They signed to the label. They sell that shit. They ain't making a dime off of it no more. That's business, making, bro. 
five cents. I, I think I think man. I think that's the the problem we run into with with artistry and shit. Motherfuckers forget this is a business, bro. They got to find a way to profit off of it. And granted, I do feel you. Some artists definitely deserve reparations. They definitely deserve to be paid back for their services and pay for you know other shit. But you definitely have. You got to remember the the whole collapse of the music industry in the mid 2000s early 2000s oh when niggas stopped buying cds yeah and bro that shit fucked the industry bro so they've been getting they payback ever since like even us getting on spotify i uh apple music title they got us for the loop bro they got us paying for access over ownership which is wild to me ten dollars a month for the rest of your life pretty much because you got to think about all the music that has dropped in the last however long you've been subscribing to a streaming service. You're not going to have that music. Part, the fucked up part about Apple is that you paying for some shit that should come on your phone, bro. Indeed. And fuck them because I don't subscribe to them at all. Because every time I have, they've stolen my music off my phone that they didn't add. Now, they do do that shit. They, they, they'll say like, oh, yeah, you didn't pay for this. I'm like, you didn't pay for it either. Fuck. <laughs> that's it, bro. I, that's, I can't stand them, bro. But yeah, but this is a business, though. That's that's the one thing we do. Also, gotta like remember about this shit. Like people definitely going to it blindly, signing these fucked up ass contracts. Like Lior Cohen creating the goddamn three uh three sixty deal and shit. But Man, but he did that. That's the thing. He did that. He that made him to a label king. Exactly. That's why he's what? over YouTube Music right now. But he, but he's the reason why Def Jam was Def Jam for a minute, though. If you really want to have a conversation, even though the three sixty deal was fucked up. Oh, he's he's proven, bro. Oh, he's proven. That's that's why I'm conflicted on him. But he he fed a lot of artists. That's what I'm saying. He I'm conflicted on him because a lot of artists still would stand by him, you know. But those are the thinking about like this. Those are the ones who I feel like this. He's a great label head for a nigga who's. Two things: one, a natural star, or B, I said two. One, a natural star, or two, like someone who knows where they want to go, who has their own plan. If you're really an artist who Young loves Doug. making music, but you don't know where you need to go, you don't know what's going to happen. He's a whole person to sign to because he never give a damn. Because he's the reason why three hundred is like they signed everybody. I don't know how. For sure, because they had the allure of him and uh Kevin Lyles, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, off the rip. <laughs> So and they first they first act was what Migos if I'm not mistaken, yeah. So I think so, the yeah. whole the whole Atlanta area they signed all at one time. Exactly. So it it had the allure, you know. Motherfuckers wanted to uh, come sign the 300 at that one point. Cause yeah, they yeah, had OG Mako. part. They had OG Mako. They had uh, goddamn Fetty. Shock Lizzy was on that joint. They did have Shock Lizzy for a little bit. That was signed at 300. I don't know. Is Young Thug still signing? Mm, no, I don't think so. I don't know. I know he was, though. Because I about to say, as yeah, soon as Lior left, because Le- he was Lior's like, last project before Lior went to... Uh, yeah, no, nah, that was his son. YouTube. He acted like that was his actual son. As that he should, bro. Yo, yo, nah. Knowing what we know now, nigga, he was smart to do what he did. Oh, Leo got the ear. He just don't got the patience. That's the only thing. For sure. And he was telling Thug that. He was like, bro, just stop dropping these mixtapes. Like, give him a quality album. Stop just dropping yeah. random ass songs. Stop letting your vault get leaked. Because we all know these niggas ain't leaking albums and shit. These they're niggas that are dropping shit because their mans be like, bro, put this shit out there. The hoes gonna love this shit. Exactly. <laughs> 
Nah, for real, bro. Like, niggas will put some shit on the internet just because then niggas say some, the hoes gonna love it in the club. Pretty much. When they, when they hear it, they gonna see you. That's that's the game, bro. Nah, bro. I don't know. Like, but that's okay because even when you do that shit, like, yeah, you gonna feed somebody, but you got a nigga like Fetty Wap who oh, wow. should be though. a. He is. Mm-hmm. You got a nigga like Fetty Wap who. Fetty Wap could have had two really good albums, but they put everything on one. And they dropped all this shit in like a six month span. That's his fault. I don't know. I, I feel like Fetty Wap was he was he caused his own demise. He was he was out here running wild. He was because he was he didn't know what a condom was for a while. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. He, he was having pregnant. Yeah. He had the fucking I mean it wasn't his fault, but the motorcycle accident slowed him down too. Like he he just had a lot going on for real. Damn right. He gave him all his songs off the rip. That that's what really bro, he had him nine he had nine hits on one album, bro. It was only 13 songs. Mm-hmm. He, <laughs> like, he had a great little run. He had a great year. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> like, but that's the whole kill with, that's what I'm saying. Like, when it comes to these labels, they'll use you like, uh, like it ain't nothing. And then when they ain't got, when they don't have the patience for you or they don't want to help you work through your struggles, they just toss you aside. Like, that's why I fuck with TDE so much because if you want to think about it, TDE could have dropped J Rock in 2015 if they wanted to. And they really wanted to after the motorcycle accident. Why? But why would they drop him though? If he's the foundation of the label? No, that's that's my point. What I'm saying, Fetty, you could say the same thing about Fetty Wapping 300. That's my point. Yeah. Like, but the nah, nigga didn't. Like okay, some okay, shit yeah. happened. Yeah. Cuz got hurt, and now he don't make music as much as he, you want him to. Like, I don't know. I don't know if we can say that because we know TDE to be a uh, a quality over quantity type camp. So everybody out that camp only drop every four years. It feel like it oh, feel like man, the, the man, I feel like not. not yeah, feel I, like real that's, talk. That's, that's how, like, that's how like it is. The only person that's <laughs> consistently dropping something is Schoolboy. And granted, I ain't gonna say like that Crash Talk album. He could have kept that. But bro, he could have oh, he could have kept that. I fuck with Crash Talk. It's cool. I kind of agree with you. He could have kept that, bro. It's very average. Yeah, that for for a schoolboy Q, bro. For him to uh have Num Num Juice as the like lead for that album, and then for him to come on the album as he did is like mm, it, it yeah, left a nah, lot. Nah, uh, nah. Le- I ain't gonna lie. Num Num Juice had me hyping shit for the album, bro. I'm thinking he about he to coming. have slammers the whole time. It's like nah, what's this, bro? I mean, but it's not a bad album, his, but it's, it's just yeah. for what I expected. It's not. Nah. I don't think we're gonna get Thug Q anymore. I like honestly, I, don't, I think he's done with that shit. Oh, for sure. But I mean, at one point he had not a bigger star power than Kendrick, but he was more active on the radio than Kendrick. And then he it was like, look. for the sure, and he had the, a sound, bro. He had a sound. Yeah, let's keep it a buck, like. Up until shit, damn came out like Schoolboy was the the radio act over there. Yeah, so you could, uh, yeah, yeah. Until I mean, physical, yeah, about real talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Twenty seventeen in general. Once twenty seventeen came, that's when shit uh, changed. Yeah, and then because redemption, that that shit was oh my god. Oh, J- that's J Rock. J Rock still my favorite out the camp, but 
Mm. The, bro, nine double for nine is my favorite album on that man. I will always stand on it. That's my favorite. That's my favorite Jericho album. I listen to Redemption more. Nine double, but but low key he that's a, but here's the thing, bro. The weird thing about J Rock is J Rock is low key a socially conscious nigga. He just has it. He just has the most thuggish, ruggish ass sound. For sure. I mean, yeah, that's just his uh, his not his upbringing, but like that's his. His perspective, bro. He's a bounty hunter. Like he came in <laughs> under that, bro. Like that's the whole the whole TDE is like that, bro. All of them niggas is socially yeah, niggas aware. But it's just niggas like niggas don't hey, want to talk about how Kendrick was talking about him and YG in the car at the same time. Niggas don't want to say nothing about that. <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> like <laughs> and the fact that him and Ty Dolla Sign are all are both bloods too. Nobody want to talk about Kendrick though. Nobody want to talk about how how the nigga who who who. Who, who he looks at as a godfather is a, it was it was a blood king, for sure. Facts. <laughs> hey, bro, the whole the whole West for real, for real. If if we look at anybody that's really came out of the West, bro, everybody got some sort of affiliation. All of them. Yeah, yeah. West and Texas, for sure. Texas off the rhino, but definitely Texas too. Damn right. Shit. To go to Atlanta, how you feel about that uh, little baby song, the bigger picture? I fucks with that joint. I fucks with it, bro. I do too. I feel like that, like for him, for who he is as an artist, I didn't expect it. So for him to come out and take the stance that he did and give us what three verses of some socially conscious shit, it's like hey, him bro. to rap like yeah. that and say what he said at the same time. It's unheard of. That's what his name about Baby, bro. Baby in 2016-2017 was not that. Baby was horrible. He was horrible when he first came out. I love Lil Baby. I love Lil Baby right now. But when he first came out, I had to grow to like him. Same thing. I say the same thing with a lot of Atlanta rappers. Their first mixtape is not that good. He wasn't a rapper. He was just a studio nigga. Right. He realized he like actually like honed his craft. I was saying like he got wordplay now, and now he's touching on socially conscious stuff. Like he, about, I feel like he's about to have a his next year. He's about to blow up into something different. Bro, he blowing up into something different bro, right now. Right, I'm about to say it's happening right now, bro. Because that True. my turn, that my turn shit, bro. Mm-hmm. I was telling, I was telling my coworkers, I'm like, bro, if you don't know right now, we paid as a new is a new Negro spiritual. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's a fact. Like everybody know that first verse. Fuck up, bro. Like that, that, that first two. Fuck with that though. Like it. That's a f- not that rock that like like everybody knows that joint. Mm-hmm. So like for him to do that where he came from. Here's the one thing I say: everybody needs to go back and listen to street gospel because that's when he changed. That's when little baby started turning up differently. I 100 stand by that shit because pure cocaine. He sound different. Word on the street is my favorite little baby song. That's that's the like that's the one for him mm-hmm. for me at least. Nah, that's a fact. But now, nah, like for him to rap like that, I feel like it's very crazy. I said like this: you have the situation with Killer Mike and Ti coming out. I ain't heard nothing from them niggas since. That's the wild part. Something something happened and they went ghost. Oh, they went. They I'm went glad you're saying something about niggas that's not showing up because I got one nigga that's not showing up right now that I thought would be here. I'm gonna ask you in a second, but mm-hmm. that them two niggas was gone when Rayshard Bruce got killed. <laughs> For sure, you ain't hear a fucking 
You ain't here fucking expeditiously in, in days. So, <laughs> hey, like, man. for little baby to come out, little baby's what twenty five, twenty six, if mm-hmm. that coming out, and the elder statesman is quiet in the houses. You got little baby in the West End on a bike, exactly riding yeah. that joint with his peoples. Mm-hmm. So where the masses at, bro? Real talk. Where the masses? <laughs> this at? is this is real. Granted. What I feel like it was two weeks ago that uh, Run the Jewels four came out, so I can't sit here that, and say. And that, but that's the shit now I'm talking about. Like you dropped Run the Jewels and now you ghost. But I, I feel Come you on, though. Bro. But that Yankee and the Brave, bro. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm, not I'm not taking. I'm like I said, I'm not taking nothing for what you're saying because what you're saying is right. Bro did disappear like a motherfucker. But it's like I the nigga kind of knew me. Like I got this album about to drop, and. <laughs> I'm going I'm to tackle something up here. It ain't going to be exactly what, what's going on, but it's going to be something around it. He, I mean, he dropped the Revolution soundtrack without really saying too much. He didn't mm-hmm. really say nothing crazy on the album. He been, oh, no. He like he said the same shit he said on One to Do's 1 through 3. Exactly. No, that's a that's a fact. No, I'm, I I get what you're saying, <laughs> but I'm just like, hey, bro, from... It's good music. Possibly is thinking about this shit. That Yankee and the Brave, he probably like, yo, that's gonna suffice him, bro. At least I said something. (laughs) That's what I feel. The Yankee and the Brave, man. That shit is crazy, bro. I was like, oh, yeah, that shit is crazy. (laughs) But damn right, but nah, I'm I'm with you on that. Like, Ti's been mighty quiet since this, uh, since the uh, Wendy's incident happened, and Killer Mike definitely been quiet, bro. It, it's it's weird, man. It's so weird because you got Ice Cube on Twitter getting suspended for tweeting shit. He going you off, but it's just I don't know, man. Like you really, we really getting exposed to who's who. Like people showing their true colors and what they truly believe right now. That's and perfect. I'm gonna say something real, like real creepy. But when niggas got when Donald Trump, when Duke got elected in 2016. Mm-hmm. Nigga said, this man, at the, by the end of his presidency, is going to expose the world for what it really is. And we've seen for this shit sure. before our eyes. This shit is very, very creepy. It's not, bro. It's I expected to see all of this. I ain't even going to lie to you, bro. Like, everything is... Not, well, too, not everything is going on, but, like, bro, most of this shit, I, I realized this was going to happen, bro. But here's my whole kill. I ain't going to lie. This is my dumbass fault. I, 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 I underrated what time was. Mm-hmm. I thought by 2018 this would happen. By 2019, when enough, I'm like, oh, we're gonna get to 2020, it's gonna be over. Nah, 2020 said, nah, nigga, we got we, this nigga still got eight more months, bro. Mm-hmm. Y'all true, you tripping. We yeah. got we got we got time. Damn we right. Plenty, plenty of plenty of time. We're seeing what imagine this shit with what happened for three or four years. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, like you said. His election definitely was starting to expose everybody from the jump. Like, you could just see people, you know, on social media, you got certain people that we know voted for Trump. Like, off the rip. It's like, oh, yeah, we we, we already got your energy. But it's like, nigga, you got to stand by that now, especially with bro uh, on Twitter now with the videos he's been dropping. He's he's been been bugging. (laughs) The fact that CNN can actually sue him. For sure. That video. Hey, That's bro, the wild part. He testing but, Twitter right now. But now, not even that, but like, we all, we not even talking about me, we just talking about life shit, but fuck it. Yeah, but yeah. like, the shit that happened with Chubba Hubbard, bro, the nigga, well, not, let me, I gotta stop saying that word. The football player from mm-hmm. Oklahoma State, the Heisman Trophy candidate. Yeah, yeah. He exposed his head coach. And now, 
people ain't talked about it, but apparently the head coach back in 1989 called a player for another team the ER. Mm-hmm. And they beat his ass. So that's starting to come out again. Because people yeah. calling Shannon Sharp and saying, "Hey, bro, we got, we got, we know about him. We, 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 he known. Like mm-hmm. he got a, he got, he got a hair, he got a legacy about that shit." But that's so the thing, we, though. Like it, it's crazy. We really are seeing everybody for who they really are. Like the facade of sports, the facade of money, the facade of uh, a poli- of being a politician. It don't even matter no more. Cause we seeing everybody who a bozo. Like that shit getting real out here. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you fake you if you fake you real out getting exposed before I ask. Yeah, yeah bro. everybody got a pass for real. For sure. Now, I ain't even that. Everybody got a mentality. And like, exactly. You can hide your mentality when everything's good. But when shit ain't culture, who are you for real? Like, what's what's the word? Like, what, what's, who, what's you really doing, bro? Like, what you really mm-hmm. think? How you really feel? You can't hide behind that running. You can't hide behind, oh, we got training camp. We keeping our mind on football. Mm-hmm. What, you, what you thinking about, bro? What you, what, you, what you watching? Shit, bro. I mean, even to take it beyond sports, bro, we seeing it in companies. You know what I mean? Like, if you work for any company with a with a brand oh, yeah. bro they they trying to either put out a blanket statement about black lives matter or some shit like that or they're trying to have the conversations within like a little meeting setting but then it's like damn you start to realize the motherfuckers you think you work with that might know some shit don't know nothing at all or their perspective well, on this like is for sure yeah bro it's a lot of pretenders out here because it's, it's easy to skate by it. If you got a little bit of knowledge on something, bro, you could, all right, let me put this in there. All right, I can back out the conversation. Oh, let me pop up right here. Let me back out the conversation. It's easy, bro. bro. That happened when I was teaching. Mm-hmm. Bro, the fake liberal teachers in this world, that's that's a wild, that's that's a sad shit, bro. It's a lot of, a lot of there's a lot of teachers out here who, like, know, who want to be liberal and do liberal shit, but it don't be really, it be, Liberal, for, it'd be white liberal. It'd be like it's levels. Mm-hmm. It's levels. And like it's levels. It's like popular liberalism is way different from like really being liberal in terms of like equality and and stuff for all races and genders. There's like a huge difference, and some people really don't know that. Like what yeah. white people will consider liberal in terms of just like freedom of speech and the Second Amendment or what or whatever, you know they'll look at someone wanting equality for black lives as like being radical or someone saying defund the police as being radical. It's like, Oh wait, listen, there's, there's a reason why we're saying this It's it's going against our liberties. <laughs> That's exactly. And like the, like you're saying about levels is like, what's crazy. We getting each and every level right now because when white people, when you start, start telling white people about not having police officers, they're like, Oh wait, 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 wait whoa, whoa, what, what? Because that's their safety. Like, <laughs> like Bro, like, I don't like. I listened to the Joe Rogan podcast, and the dude on there was basically saying that, like, erasing the police. And this is, I think, this is where where it comes from. Where a lot of white people do not understand. He said that doing stuff like uh, affirmative action in every room, twenty four seven, would basically be un-American, disingenuous to the American way. Would break, basically, would like halt the way America works <laughs> off of merit. But it's like. The point is that that system is not truly based off of merit. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. It's right. like white people really don't actually see the whole point of it because they don't. Be- they believe that one blanket statement. They believe that just because people make one blanket statement that they can't explain it. That's the inerrant truth. Sadly, they believe that a blanket statement is basically a way of saying we don't want to give you all a way of knowing, but that's not true. We tell people 
Mm-hmm. It's just that people just don't tune into those avenues that tell them. And I'll say, I'll, I'm also someone who does that shit sometimes. Like, I'll say, well, who are the black voices that we have? And someone will, will tell me. Like, I, like, I legit don't mean no. I'm like, in my head, I'm used to people talking, like, yeah, you have your D-Ray mechanics in my, or you have, not, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say, say you want to be light-skinned, man. But you just got people <laughs> yeah. like that. Who are we talking about? Are we talking about fake Morehouse? Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We ain't gonna say bro now. Yeah, yeah. But nah, like, like, you got people like that, but I don't, I wouldn't, like, I'll say like this. This is my issue with it. I understand where those people come from when they say, who is your messenger? Because we have a lot of voices, we don't, but we don't have a lot of, like, people. Indeed. Like you have a high, you have hive minds that'll all say the same thing or repeat the same thing, like or that'll all believe the same belief, but you don't have the person who's sitting down every. And it's sad, like even even to say this, it's sad to say, like the nigga who is that. If you want to look, it's two people, really three, mm-hmm. three. I say th- well, I say three. Okay, Mark Lamont Hill, for sure. Cornell West, for sure. And Charlemagne the God. Mm, for sure. Charlemagne been on CNN. That's the only reason I'm saying that shit. They they really been. Oh yeah, yeah. He that. I bet say he be on MSNBC and all of that for sure. That's yeah. what I'm. That's the only reason I even said his name. Yeah, 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 yeah. As far as you want to talk about like, cause he signed. He's he's a vi- he's a black Viacom. He black Viacom for sure, for sure, for sure. So if you want, so like, if you want to list off names of people who people listen to, those are the main people, right? Mm-hmm. So let's break them down each one. Well, first of all, the first issue is that I didn't name a woman. Indeed. I, like, I will say, like, I'm trying to think, like, honestly. And I think Angela, Angela Rye. Rye. Yeah, I was about to say I'm Angela I'm about to say Angela Rye. Rye, but, like, even with Angela Rye, some people may believe that she's too far leftist mm-hmm. for people on in the center to listen to. Right. We know they don't listen to Jamel Hill, so. Oh, hell no. No, they hate her. Yeah, so. But I don't, I wouldn't put her in that conversation only because she's almost everything is through the lens of sports. Indeed, her. that's her lens. She's not through a whole. Like, yes, she talks about the whole community. I'm not going to take that away from her. And yes, she's real about like black, like where black people come from and where we need to go and stuff like that. But every, I'm like, we know her through the lens of sport. We know the other mm-hmm. people through the lens of them just talking about everything. Right, that's right, why right. I wanted to say that. So like Angela Rye, like I would yeah. like, yes, she's a voice. AOC is a voice, but another person who was way too left. Like she's she's damn near a female Bernie, if not more liberal than Bernie to keep yeah. it So like you have to have someone who's in the center who has a strong voice, who intimidates, but also it's not a fear, but it's more so a respect. It's a respectful fear. Okay, so I, I don't think anybody that we I don't think we have someone like that other than maybe a Cornell West. And I think some people just think that he's just batshit crazy. Indeed. I mean, yeah. Yeah, he, he's definitely at the age now where even, yeah, like his, his ideas are, are super radical to the center. Exactly. But and his his age is getting to the point where you can be like, oh, yeah, no, he's a senior old man. Like they can try to do the ageism shit. Um, but to go to take this conversation somewhere else, it's like, does it have to be a single person or a single voice? I would say, and Julian, what's your thought on that question? I would say, like, 
I think we do need a we do need a single voice, or at least someone who can represent the voice of the people. Because like, I don't know. It just it seems like unless you have any organization, and you need someone to be the face of that organization. So if mm-hmm. it's not one person who can speak up for it, then it's it's really just gonna fall on deaf ears. Like, someone got to be the mascot for real. For sure. Okay, I I hate that. I hate the representative aspect. Um. So, right. I know, I know, I'm I'm about to take this shit somewhere else, but to tie it back in the hip hop, what about somebody like Cardi B? Motherfuckers listen to her, bro. And granted, yeah, she right. she's not as eloquent as we would like her to be, but she speaks up a lot about a lot of the issues that people care about, even if it's off base sometimes. This is going to sound horrible, and I'm not saying this from my perspective because I don't feel like this, mm-hmm. but this is how people feel because she asks so many questions. Yep. She can't be that people won't respect her as that. Mm-hmm. She has a strong voice. I'm not. I'm never gonna say that she shouldn't be an advocate or she shouldn't be a voice. But I feel like it's hard to even say that because the reason you had an ML, the reason why MLK and Malcolm X were so powerful was because those were the people that people went to for questions. For sure. Yeah, they had yeah. Some sort even of if they didn't have the answers, they worked together with people who they trusted to come up with the right answer. Okay, so one person that that's coming to mind now is uh, Tamika Mallory. That's a good she one. does the uh, the shit with my son. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, my she she for sure, and I mean, she's definitely one of the the voices talking about what's going on right now you know she's she's one of the most prominent ones speaking on the ground so it's like do we do we try to not mobilize her but do we try to empower her to a position or do we try to build somebody you know that we don't know yet that's like, the thing. I hate that when people say this but i honestly believe that some people are just born for that for sure so it's like and and that's the thing that I think is interesting about the Dave Chappelle shit. Mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle, I feel like, is a born natural. He's a natural leader and galvanizer. That's mm-hmm. him. But I feel like his mental makeup, not that he's not made for it, but rather he does not want that. He's engaging in it now. We've seen him engage with it more in his older age. Mm-hmm. But it's to the degree where you see it. It's, I have another thing after this. But it's like you see the stress that is running on him. Yeah. The other thing is, is that he's a comedian. Yeah, I was about to say it's the so genre. It limits the seriousness that you take with him. Like he's a, his his thing is more so of expressing how the people feel, not a not a plan of action for how the people feel. Mm-hmm. So like that's right. That's, and like, and you think about like from everybody from the even even like everybody from the civil rights movement to the Black Power movement. Black Panther movement, we lost so many leaders that weren't able to raise the new generation of leaders. So you kind of have like a like a large ass gap. But then you get hip hop where you get fuck the police, you get cop killer, you get fucking uh fear of a black planet. Like you get that shit. But it's like, who is the person that's going to use those songs as their soundtrack? If that you see, you see my brain going with that. 
Yeah. Like, yeah, we get the music for it, we get the thoughts for it, but who's the person that's going to use that blasting behind them? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's 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 like you get like who's going to push it forward? Lead. Yeah, like you get your Spike Lee's who put it, who make it seem, make it known, who bring up black facts in every movie that he does, or most of the movies, not every movie, or like you get the no names who bring voice to a cause that people either try to shy away from or aren't feel like they aren't prepared to talk about. Mm-hmm. But and like I said last time. Like I told Millet last time, niggas thought it was gonna be chance for a second. Yeah, he was talking about the, but he was talking about the person, not the people. Mm-hmm. Like he was talking about the bag. He wasn't talking about everybody else, as we now see. Like yeah, he on Twitter with it, but it ain't like he making the music like he like he was. Even then, he was still making love music about loving everybody, not really how to make sure everybody's equal. So like, he, like we like, like we said with J Cole. J. Cole, I never understood that. I never understood that you need to go to college to understand J. Cole. Honestly, you need to go to high school just to understand J. Cole. It's not mm-hmm. crazy deep. Like, yeah, you need to live life, but like he just talks about common, he talks about critical thinking. He's a critical thinker. So mm-hmm. like we don't like I like I keep going back, we don't have a true identity, a true voice, a true per like person to point at. We had Pac, but so what happened with that? And then we thought it was gonna be Kendrick, but he incognito. No, I ain't never think it was gonna I, be Kendrick. I think when niggas, well, niggas thought it was gonna be Kendrick, T, to Ben Butterfly, I say it like that. That's I say for that's sure. What I mean, I, mean if, I think the best chance we have, or who has the best shot, would be Beyonce. Exactly, because she okay. has the universal acclaim, mm-hmm. and she's kind of already you know starting to do it where you know. Like the Super Bowl performance with the whole Black Power thing, and more and more she's like integrating Black issues and bringing it to the forefront. And then you know she partnered with Jay Z, like with the NFL. So if anyone's gonna like be that voice, I feel like she has the best chance at it in terms of a artist perspective because she has a lot of respect in some of the like, you know, like everyone knows who Beyonce is, and you can't really discredit her for anything, you know. Nah, that's a fact. I know you're right though, because she did just drop the song. She just dropped the song. I ain't even heard. Y'all heard that joint yet? Mm-mm. Nah, not yet. Yeah, my uh, my show, my girl was telling me about it. I ain't heard that joint yet, but it's called Black. I think it's called like Black Excellence or something like that. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I'm tripping. Yeah, she's like bigging up a bunch of black creators on her website too. Like, like she has all the stuff. It's just. I don't know. She has to be a little more aggressive or radical. I feel like in order to get the attention of, you know, white do, America. Do y'all think? Do y'all think we're gonna get that Beyonce for in the near future or like? I feel like that's like a 45, 50 year old Beyonce. Not it's yeah. called Black Parade. My fault. Like I yeah. feel like Beyonce is still like. Yeah, she's still ascending. She's still yeah. working for the cause, but she's still she's still trying to catch up to Michael. That's like, a fact. Yeah, she's still ascending, like, bro. Yeah. For sure. So, um, yeah, I think we're going to get bits and pieces like we do from Hove. Like, they're just going to keep doing the same shit they do, you know? Pop up every now and again, give you a song or two about it. Keep it pushing. Do, you know, shit. Yeah, because Beyonce gave out her little scholarship. Not even little. I, let me not say it like that. Her scholarship to what? Like, four, <laughs> uh, 
to four little uh four institutions. So it's like she does things, but it's it's always, you know, on a smaller scale. And it's in doses that people can handle. Man, I don't know. I just don't want niggas thinking Meek Mill gonna be Martin Luther King. And that's, that's what I was talking about. That's the nigga who bro, this your moment to shine. This is when you supposed to be Meek Luther yeah, King, this is, bro. This is this is this is this is his, this is his bag. This is literally his bag. Yeah, and it's like he's been he's been quiet. He tried to defend B Simone. It's like, come on, cuz out of all the things <laughs> to talk about right now, you doing this. Man, but and that's the thing. I love Meek, but Meek, like he, 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 he picked him. He he did that shit for an album. Run. That was for the album. It was exactly. Fun. But I'm like, dog. Yeah. If anybody, we we see the picture of you with your with your face beat up and all of that. So. You already dealt with police brutality. Like, this hits super close to home for you, bro. And you choose to say nothing but RIP on Twitter. Oh, shit need to change. They trying to kill us. Nigga, we know this. Like they tried to kill you. Yeah, make a song. Get out there. Do something. You should be... He should be the leader of this movement. And that's what I thought him standing next to Jay-Z would be. Like, all right, now I got Hove behind me, so I'm good. I can go out here and basically say what I want to say. Nope. He's quiet. And, but here's the thing about Meek that I think a lot of us under underthought. I feel like Meek at the same time of dealing with that shit was also dealing with, like, this is not a past one, but I feel mm-hmm. like also dealing with addiction, dealing with his family shit because he had this situation with, like, I forgot, it was, was his baby mom talking shit about him or sister or some shit. Talking about he don't give his family money and some other, some, it was some wild shit like a couple years ago where he was mm-hmm. fighting all this shit. Mm-hmm. So, like, as a part of a fatigue, no, no. But I will say, for at least when I'm trying, the question, the major question I have about our leadership as a people is like, can we afford to be tired? Like, they weren't tired in the 50s and 60s. No, they, they weren't tired. tired in the seven. They got killed off. Well, they was tired. They didn't yeah. care. They got killed off. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't just stop because they they were tired. That's I think that's that's what I mean. They didn't right. just stop because they were tired. But I don't, I don't know, man. I'm just looking for I'm just looking for answers to questions I got. I, I mean, I I'm, think I'm with you. It, it's got to start like the little people. Like if the little pe- people keep making a push. It'll it'll trickle up to the, the celebrities, but um. And I think we're seeing that now with like the protesting, even the rioting, like more, I feel like more and more people are coming aware. And then, you know, you know, the people who run the country. So, I mean, to an extent, you know what I mean? But if, if the average black person can be aware of what's going on or, or at least know and know that something's wrong then that one black person who works at, you know, fucking, governor's office or something can start those conversations and once you have more and more people aware it can help like so that's why i I agree with you saying henry like we can't afford to stop because every moment we stop is just another life being lost for real i said like this to that point that you said like that's the issue that we have like yeah that sounds good like you're not wrong i'm never like you're you're 100 right we need to make sure, like, even though you didn't say it, but we need to vote, make sure we get the people who we want to be in office and make sure that even even if we don't do that, we do what we can to make sure that we're in the best position for our voices to be heard. 
But on the flip side of that, what do you do when you have a Stacey Abrams situation in Georgia? Like, like honestly, that's like that's that at that point they they intensely telling you we don't give a damn about whatever message you're trying to give to us. So it's like when you in that situation, you screwed. I mean, yeah, it's right. I mean, <laughs> like <laughs> you're gonna feel that's helpless. Why, but that's why niggas, when when niggas say go vote, sometimes in certain areas they be like, why? And you can't really be mad at them. Like you can't be mad at somebody mm-hmm. in a certain part of Texas when they telling you to go vote, and you're like, man, we we twelve percent of the population, seventy percent white folk here. Ooh, the fuck, right? Real talk, like. Like as sad as and shit, yeah. Like, motherfuckers just tell people to go vote, and it's like vote for what? Vote for who? Because like the president ain't the one we should really be focusing on. Because yeah, what the president does and all of that has effect on the general broader scope of our lives. But that our day to day is based on local politics, but, state politics, and motherfuckers yeah. ain't voting in those elections. Everybody's voting in the goddamn, you know, national election. And not yeah. even that. Here's the other kill too. What also matters is who you like. I never thought about it till this year. Who you send as your delegates for your party mm-hmm. to the uh, to the to the conventions because those are the people who have certain issues that they'll bring up to whoever the major candidate is. Mm-hmm. You got your local representatives, like Melissa said, who you may have one person who you heard about, and you may have four people who are just lawyers, and you don't know what cases they don't work. You don't know their personal opinions. Like it's really. Like voting worked in the 1800s, even in 19 early 1900s, when you literally had towns of 25,000, 30,000 people and word spread fast. Mm-hmm. But when you're in a community of 900, 800,000 people, like you, you may know somebody, know somebody, know somebody, know their cousin, but even then, that cousin might not be cool with them. Right. Yeah. Like, it's like no real connection to the people who you're trying to vote for. Like, yes, they may be from where you're from, but you have no idea about who they are as a person and what their politics are, what they believe, unless you've seen a commercial. Even if you go to their website, the website just tell you all the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you really don't know. So, voting is not as simple. Like, yes, you everyone should vote, but voting is not as simple as people like to make it seem because... Mm-hmm. As much pressure as we put on the people, we don't educate the people enough to be fully handled to make those high pressure decisions on the impact of their communities. That's 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 the whole kill about voting, honestly. Yeah, yeah if, and even like that go back to high school. Like when we were in high school, they didn't all you know learn about is the presidential elections, but like nobody tells you about you know oh vote for your your state governor or your your county office. Like I think if people can grasp grasp those concepts like oh it matters and it's important like this goes all the way depending on who your teacher was because my high school uh (laughs) miss keller definitely told me that in 11th grade i mean but like generally speaking like niggas only teach u.s history like they don't yeah or u.s politics or political science or whatever but like it's 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 very um it's broad right because it's just high school you can't delve into everything that's what they got political science majors for, but it's got to be a way to integrate it more at a younger age, and then you'll know, will at least not be totally ignorant to you know what needs to happen in order to start trying to get change. 
That's a fact. That's real. That's a systemic. That's systemic. Yeah, game. I about to say. We're not told. We're miseducated, right? Yeah, we're I about to say. Educated, so we can't. So we can't. So we don't know any better. Yeah, and it's like, all the way across the board. Even when you get to to a collegiate level, you know what I mean. A lot of us are learning things that really don't matter. In the in the grand scheme of things, we're learning about shit that don't matter for the sake of the dollar. Like. That's true. I said it like this, like if you like niggas learn how to manage the money from not want to go broke. Like niggas Shit. don't manage learn how to manage the money from actual school. <laughs> you yeah, you learn you learn how to manage money by going broke the first time. The first Man, time you what? fuck up some bread, you be like, all right, cause I can't do that again. Like, it took me bro, yeah, right. college was that for me. That was the learning course. All right, how do you handle money? Oh, I don't know. I got this big ass refund check. I'm about to blow this bitch. Then it's like, oh shit. March, April come, May come. Oh yeah, I'm about to be here for a couple more weeks, couple more months. I can't pay the rent because I don't know money. Can y'all know to put away that four hundred, five hundred extra? Exactly. Even if my mama you told can, me to do it, but it's still like I ain't listening to you. 15, but you yeah. can't blow the whole two. Real talk. Hey, yeah, I was getting other shit and it was blowing through. Literally. <laughs> Man, nah, like, <laughs> I, it, it, it's sad like Junior was saying like in high school we don't learn that stuff like mm-hmm. unless you took personal finance you don't know that even then, in college unless you have the time the space on your schedule mm-hmm. to take personal finance you still not gonna learn that real talk <laughs> yeah and and that should be like that's where I think the rappers and the you know celebrities can do better is like and some rappers do, but like preach about, you know, like ownership and investments and more politics. Cause it'll, someone that's going to hear that and they're going to, they're going to say, Oh yeah, he got, you know, instead of buying this fucking car, you know, let me put some money that like, what are stocks? Like if niggas rap about that, it'll, it'll become a little more popular. And then I feel like we can see some change, but like not enough people doing that or it's not what's popular right now. Nah, niggas want to talk about uh, guns and butter instead of stocks and bonds. Which is crazy because it's like all the top rappers or the most famous rappers that niggas respect and look up to. That's all they. That's how they got rich. Investments. Fifty Cent, Jay Z, Diddy. Like, right. <laughs> shit, you think niggas would pay attention to that? But it's like they only see who's hot now, and you know, obviously the hot artist now isn't as big as those guys. But you know. But even I then, the you got, even then with Drake, Drake basically owns part of Apple Music and the Raptors. Yeah, but like it's, it's crazy because he don't he don't talk about he just talks about you know women and he's rich, but he don't drop enough gems on like how he's rich. Like oh, he could have said oh I dropped. I think Drake I think Drake is a different thing because he's the definition of a middle low class person who that's a different type of culture. That's all I'm gonna say. True, he, 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 had, he didn't grow up as. <laughs> as much of a struggle as some of these other, you know, rappers that, that we idolize. So, you know, he might not feel the need to do, you know, speak on certain stuff, but even niggas like J. Cole or, you know, it's a lot of niggas I can name, people I can but name. I think but. they, they go down to like when people were talking about defunding the police, we, people, that's the other thing. White people really think that when people say defund the police, they mean 100% get rid of police. Mm-mm. While some people are saying that mm-hmm. and, to a degree, it may you have you can make a great argument as to why you should honestly, but to a point like you, we're talking about 
taking the six billion dollars that the police in New York get and cutting that shit in half and giving three, giving one billion to education and giving one billion to the transit system and giving another one billion to something else. Like it's mm-hmm. so much, it's so much money that needs to go into shit in the city. They putting that much money into the actual police is damn near criminal in itself. Bruh, yeah. I was riding my bike today and I I rode past, I was coming back uptown and I rode past the motherfucking Trump Hotel. I swear to God, no exaggeration. It was just like 400 police officers standing all around the area, literally just standing there. Trump, like, Trump is in Tulsa right now. And I'm just thinking to myself, all these police officers could actually be in the city solving a crime, but we're wasting their money to guard someone's hotel that's not even there. It's like, there's got to be some some talk about this. Like, how's this money being spent? And what, like, who's who's making these decisions? It's, it's That's why people are fed up. Because when they are doing the right shit, like, you know, arresting people, they're being aggressive with it and killing niggas. So it's like, this whole shit is fucked up. Again, that one word is systemic, bro. That's yeah, I'm embedded in the way this country was built, bro. Yeah. yeah. Like, and it's sad. Like we we were we were taught a certain way our whole lives, but when you get to a certain age, you start realizing shit isn't supposed to be how it's supposed to be. And you start listening to the music in a different way. You start reading shit in a different way. And it's like like you really you really learn what the fuck the world is just by how fucked up you get lied to about everything. Mm-hmm. Hey, bro. Yeah, once you once you really go back and start to read like the Constitution for what it was and what it stands for and shit like that, bro, you would understand that this country wasn't built for us, nor is anything that has ever really happened in this country wasn't to benefit us. So when we start to look at why money goes a certain way, like you said, it's systemic. It's all the way across the board, bro. It go to education. It go to way. Certain uh, neighborhoods are funded, certain ways that neighborhoods are constructed. Why you have a police precinct by the hood and shit like that. When you go to some of these gated communities, you wouldn't see a damn sheriff station for 10, 15 miles. That's true, but I don't know. I just feel like if we just, if everybody just keeps saying, damn, that's just how it is, it's, it's always been fucked up. Ain't nothing we can really do. We just need more people to talk about it for real, because like, yeah, the, the more what, people just accept it. It's just like, damn, like, oh yeah, no, nothing's really gonna change, you know. I don't think it's about like, accepting it. I think it's it's about bringing, like you said, bringing awareness that shit is going on. But we have to get past the point of just pointing it out as well, because we've been pointing yeah. it out for years. Yeah, like now really? that people are able to see it, yeah, it's becoming a conversation. But it's like, okay, now that we having this conversation, what are we going to do? But yeah, it's like, yeah, and the plan. other thing is too, like sometimes, like, and this, this is a problem that I think a lot of people, we think it's clear as day, and it's not. Yeah, and that's it, but it, it, I, feel, I don't want to say it's not. It's it not, is though. based on your perspective. Well, yeah, it's, yeah, okay. The not if your, it's not if your perspective is not focused on understanding or experiencing or wanting to under putting both of them together, want to understand the experience of someone else through their lens, right? Like. When some, like I said like this, bro. This is gonna sound real funny, but listen to this shit. So I'm on Twitter watching the video. 
and it was this white lady cooking, and then somebody quote tweeted, and it was like, this is why them white boys be angry as shit. This is why your daughters be trying to fuck black guys all the time. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm like, hey, that's funny as shit. But in my head, I'm like, damn, if you think about it, if someone has one experience where they taste some shit that's amazing, and they in their body, they feel like they've been fed subpar shit by the person who cares about them the most, or supposed to, then they're going to cause them to rebel. So it's like, damn, from that perspective, that's a funny-ass joke, but that shit might really be real. Mm-hmm. So from a white person's perspective, if they know a lot of cops who they claim, who they who under the guise of being police officers, they think are quote unquote good people, they're like, "Well, I know him. He saved my daughter from when she slipped down the park, and she did all this shit. She did all that shit with the same cop. Might be the same nigga who be molesting girls in the back of his police car. But right. because of their lens, he's a good cop." So be, sure. it's, it's really based on their perspective. Like these people don't have any idea of how negative things can be because they don't have the perspective and the lens of negativity. They've mm-hmm. never asked, like some people really never ask people, well, how does that feel? What's like, what's the actual feeling? Like if you have a black person tell you, man, when I got pulled over, my stomach went through, like my stomach will I drop. I mm-hmm. feel sick. My hands started getting sweaty. I didn't know what was going to happen next. Like I really started shit. like experiencing PTSD syndrome. Mm-hmm. PTSD uh, symptoms, like a white person might really be able to imagine that, but because they don't have those conversations, because they're not in those rooms with people like that, or they're not in the rooms with people who are, who are trying to, or they're not in the room with people trying to understand what those people are trying to say, like they don't they don't get it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so <laughs> I think people do, no, that, bro. If if we're gonna be honest, like 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 now now that I'm hearing you explain it, like I think everybody knows what's going on. And you have some people like going back to the corporate aspect of when these companies are trying to put out responses and want to put out a quote or a post about some shit. And now they want to have these conversations. You just have some people that truly don't want to understand. And what do you do about those? What do you, yeah. What do you do about those people? Bro, ain't nobody talk about how that nigga said white people were blessed. Yeah, with Le- and Lecrae that was that. That's a hey, man, and that's that's a hip hop nigga. I'm glad you brought that up. But yeah, that these are there are white people that think this way, bro. And what do Not what, what do we do about that? Because there's a lot of people that, granted, if you've ever worked for a corporation or something like that or a big company, there are a lot of people that we work with that are in the C-suite that are mid-level managers and shit like that that have this same exact thought process. I think. I think the whole um like the Lecrae and the the preacher and the um the Chick-fil-A owner, I think we need more of those where we have like Expose these niggas. It's yeah, not even, but it's not even about exposing. Granted, that bro. one didn't that one didn't go that, that well. Like Lecrae, he kinda rocked, he didn't really check the preacher for saying that shit. Yeah. But if you have more like open dialogues with some of these uh super conservative, high empowered white people or even a conservative celebrity, and they're, they're talking about this with, you know, people who are addressing the black issues. If you can just have a long dialogue on it, and you have the white people tuning in, black people tuning in, and you give that gives them a chance to at least hear what the black person's saying, it might spark that light in that that one white person has like, oh, I never I never looked at it that way. Police can be fucked up. I never been pulled over just for, I never been arrested for having a broken tail light or something. You know, like. We need those 
the white celebrities because that's who the white people look up to to talk with the black ones so that that conversation can be heard publicly. I I agree, but what about the people that don't rely on celebrities, that don't watch TV, that don't really care that much about what's going on in the national media? Everybody relies on a celebrity, bro. We can't say that. I think so. I don't think we can, bro. If if we being honest, like you got people without cable, without phones, without all of this shit, but still have the the white supremacist mindset. And yeah, having uh goddamn John Cena, I don't know that many goddamn <laughs> white celebs and shit, but having John Cena and and Barack Obama on the stage ain't gonna mean shit to them. Having Donald Trump and Barack Obama on the stage ain't gonna mean a thing to them. How do we have these conversations amongst the people, our neighbors? How do we have these conversations amongst us? Because we can't keep relying on the celebrity to have the conversation for us or to spark the conversation. I think a part of that is that shit that happened with me and Duke on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that guy, but I send it to people. Yeah, yeah. I wanted people to see that, like, I, I literally was, I was, I'll say like this. I was confused. I really wanted to make sure that, well, I, was I tripping? Like, did I say, did I mislead? Did I not? Like, I was, because I'm one of those people that, like, I always look for feedback on something I do because I try to get better. I'm never going, I'm not a perfectionist. I'm never going to say I'm a perfectionist. That's a, mm-hmm. that's a, my own character flaw. I don't, I don't believe in perfection, but I do believe in constantly getting better. I don't think perfection is a thing. Mm-hmm. So like, It's just to have conversations like that, you have to be able to engage people who you know aren't perfect. Yeah. And a lot of us don't want to engage people who don't think like us. Yeah, and that and that's what I'm getting at because I'm like, it can't be through the just through the celebrity. Like we have some people who right. aren't going people, to listen at all. And how do we Because they're gonna stay them? on their side of the fence. Yeah, and how do we have that conversation with them? Even knowing at the end of the day, they might not even take nothing from this conversation. But how do we at least have it? Maybe Man. maybe it's not for those, the people who we know aren't going to change, like the Chick-fil-A owner. Like, you know. Julian, that's a great maybe, point. I yeah. think you're right. Go ahead. Go ahead. It, maybe it's for, like, you know, the, the kids in the high school who, like, loves Tom Brady or the NASCAR driver or, like you said, John Cena. Like, they're learning. So if, if they can grasp that young, that can help spark the change for, you know, the next generation maybe. This is low key, kind of like the same shit that some people were saying about yeah. Corona. Shit, excuse me. This is low key, the same thing that people were saying about Corona. It's like their argument was, if you let some people die, the rest of us can keep living and shit like that. Similar, bro. Like some people ain't gonna be on the train. Some people won't be that conservative asshole selves. Mm-hmm. You want to have thirty percent of people who love something, thirty percent of people who hate something, and forty percent who are in the middle. Right. The idea that we have to do is try to understand, like try to get that 40% understand where our percentage of the population or whatever is coming from. Mm-hmm. And the issue is, is that those are also the people who are easily swayed. So the, the thing is you have to, it's a constant reinforcement thing. Like, and that's why I didn't like what that guy said in the interview that I was listening to when he was like, basically... Uh, re- uh, reparations 24-7 wouldn't be possible, wouldn't be realistic. I'm like, the hell is not? Like, and the, 
Like, if you want to think about it, black people have always, not always, well, black people have always been included as far as entertainment. Indeed. But if you really want to be, if you really want to be honest with it, gay people just started getting their inclusion rights in the last 10 years. For sure. Like, you have the Ellen show, you have Will and Grace, but gay Obama. people are heavily. Hold on, what, what did we say? It was like Obama, Obama, the one who real life gave them you know, oh, okay. marriage. Hey, exactly. No, nah, like, big facts. No, nah, that's a fact. So, so when it comes to that, it's like everyone gets their turn of inclusion. Just because 100% of the people don't believe in doesn't mean it's not a possible thing. So both of y'all are kind of right. Yes, we have to use the celebrity, but we also have to use the everyday stories and the everyday communication in order to bridge that gap between the 30% of people who are leaning one way hard and a large percent of that, 40% of people who are easily swayed by what they see on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. Could you have those people, even though let my says that he said no cable. Now these people got Judge Judy. They're gonna see their Judge Judy. For sure. They got basic TV. So if you have a commercial about police brutality or a commercial about consent, but that listen on TV, all right. Those people wanna see that. That's a message they'll get. For but sure. It's all up to the powers that be. The powers that be will never allow that shit. All right, but even if they do allow it, like, all right, these people live in a... Matter of fact, where I just came from, where I was at in Arkansas and shit. Chill. Pablo, chill. My dog, it's barely any motherfucking black people where bro live at. Like, he's staying in Bentonville and shit. Like, it's... Oh, a, no, never mind. Nah, like, where Walmart, bro, like, this is... this is Walmart's a mall. Yeah, and Walmart is the, the, the epicenter of this shit. Like, that's where Walmart was founded. But it's like, okay, let's just say Jason leads a, a conversation. That's cool and all, but all of these people, it's not their experience. It's not even something that they're going to have to truly address. Because it's like, okay, I don't have any black people in my community. So I'm not seeing any of this. It do- it's So from their vantage point, yeah, it may be happening, but what can I do about it? And there's a lot of people that have that mentality where no, to yeah, the point yeah, where there's yeah, a like... They don't know what that exactly to do. They just know it's an issue. Yeah, That's and it's like, it's like at that point, what do we do beyond the conversation? Man, at that point, again, it comes to what we're pushing. Are we pushing legislation? Are we pushing new ideas? Are we pushing new group thought of how we should function as a society? Like, mm-hmm. do you need, in the town of 20,000 people, do you need 400 police officers, 300 police officers? Right. So, it's like, we start rethinking shit like that. Like, it's no reason that New York City should have, like Julian said, 400 police officers to spare to stand outside of an empty Trump Tower just to make sure nobody destroys it, versus fucking Harlem not having enough teachers in the borough. Mm-hmm. Like, that don't make, that, that don't sit right, that shouldn't sit right with people. Like, we shouldn't have an issue where you got cops working $185,000 of overtime, but teachers can barely make 55000 a year to make sure they can pay their rent and have mm-hmm. to work another job. Hey, man. Yeah. All right. To, I, I, I agree with everything you're saying. Um, the thing we have to realize, though, is that the American idea, the American thought process is an I thought process. That's why yeah. people care more about their safety, quote unquote, than the education of your child, especially if I don't have any kids or my kids are grown now. So, But now, but now you're begging the question, can we even change the system in America? And that and that's. That's where I'm like, at with it. Like I don't. I we want to be in constant turmoil. Are we want to be in constant pain forever. I don't. I don't think it. we'll. I think we can change it. I think it takes 
dismantling the entire system. Like we have to reimagine everything. We can't just keep throwing band-aids on shit. We can't just say, "Oh yeah, because one per cuz granted, the the video culture that has came out of uh social media is Bro, great because we are getting shit we are getting shit passed, but it's still like, "All right, now you just get a, pr- a proliferation of black death, of of crimes happening of you know what I'm saying, of things that you're seeing from a visual standpoint, but it's like, okay, it takes one to go super viral for a law to get passed. Do we have to make everything go viral for shit to get passed? Yes. 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 The people, you gotta think about it like this, the people on Twitter are the people who vote. For sure. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, that's the only, if you really want, if you really want to be honest, social media is the only reason weed is legal now. That's true. Like, we it is mm. like it, it's it's a it's a it's a list of shit that like cancel culture is a reason why these companies are moving differently. These companies are having more women being in positions of power. Like the more force, the more pressure you put on somebody, the more shit going to change. Issue with black people is that we're so conditioned to be docile that when we put pressure on something, we think we get a job done, but nothing's changed yet. Yeah, the act of us putting pressure is in itself an act of defiance. So Mm -hmm. when we achieve the act of defiance, we think the act of defiance is an act of like definition when it's not. Yeah, like we haven't we haven't stamped this with anything on paper that will stop or start something new. So Mm -hmm. it's it's really just up to us. And I say it like this: like we got to continue this conversation. We can't have a podcast in two weeks talking about. Well, damn, college football over with. That shit done, 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 done. Right. But we can't do that. We can't afford to do that. We got to keep talking about what we're talking about. We got to keep pushing the narrative forward of we want change. We need change. We're just going to talk about how much we want change and how much we need change. We're going to flood the airways with it. Right. That's the first way to change the people is to change what they're t- taking in. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, at least. So it's like. I agree. Like, I, I definitely agree. We definitely have to keep the exposure up. But it just begs the question, like I said, what's the what's the next step for us? Like outside of, you know, what I mean, getting because a legislation is very important, but everybody doesn't feel like they have the opportunity to affect legislation as we're seeing with what's happening in Georgia, what happened in North Carolina and shit like that. So how do we affect it on the day to day level is how we should be, you know, approaching shit. And that's why that's why I was asking at the beginning, does it have to be a single leader? Because, hey, social media does help out with getting the message out. But some people do need to see somebody like in the physical to get some shit done. Al has been making a ban off of just being the face of some shit for years. You said who? Al Sharpton. Oh, for sure. Like, I don't like. But does our but does our generation listen to Al? Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. We think he's a man. He a man, bro. (laughs) They just think he's a clown. And, that's, right, bro. and that's the thing. It's like, all right, hey. We, and then we, we all need the to features find... that we coming up, they can't even hide their scamming ways. They're obvious scammers. Yeah. So it's like, we, at least it, we live in America, the bro. The, the, the dollar, what I, granted, they hate black people across the world for sure. But this thing is, is bigger. It's not bigger than race, but it's bigger than race. The American, what they really trying to do in America. It comes down to money. If you do not have money or resources, you're expendable. Oh yeah. 
And even that's, that's, that's what, what the, the protest is basically about. For sure, even you ain't enough, and you won't die, bro. Even the protest is showing you that, bro. They beating up white people now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, cuz, hey, y'all can get it too. That's like, exactly what they tell me. You ain't for us, you against us, period. No matter for, what. For sure, bro. This whole American mm. shit is an is an idea. Um, I know I'm taking this a little elsewhere, but the concept of America, bro, what we are, we aren't a country. We're a big yeah, ass we're a police state. We're a big ass ATM. A big ass mall for real for a flea market. That's what I call it. We, <laughs> bro, we're a police we're a police state company, bro. We're 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 security for the world. For sure. Top flight security for the world. Mm-hmm. And people come over here, hey, look, I need to run the bread up, you know what I mean? I need to get my people, you know, I need to get everybody, the whole fam over here. All right, we're gonna Get our bread up, then shit. Five years later, fuck that shit. We going back to where we from. Now we got the whole American dollar behind us. We good. Now I can open up a whole new wing of some shit in my country. Whereas black people, we don't have a home country outside. You know, they can say you can go to Africa, but we don't have that as a frame of reference. So we asked out. But And that's a whole kill. Like, I don't think people, I think a lot of people who are frustrated with Obama have a misunderstanding Obama is of the system. He's not, he's not, he's, yes, he's of us to a degree, but Talk he is a system it. man, bro. He's a system man. For sure. He yeah. was a moderate. He wasn't a hard liberal. He was a moderate. He was a liberal for gays. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like. And immigrants a little bit. And immigrants. He was liberal. He was liberal for the stuff that his party asked him to be liberal about. That's yeah. right. But he still was a hard moderate. Like, he, he made sure everybody was happy. He was, he was bumping shoulders with everybody. But it's like we're never gonna like. I, nah, I hate the word never, but I honestly believe we're never gonna have a president that's gonna change everything for us. I think it has to be. I'll say it like this: as long as it took to create this mentality, as long as it's gonna take to break it down, for sure. Yeah, a lot of people don't like to hear that. A lot of, of people don't want to hear that. We got gonna, hope. It's gonna take for that. Would you say, Mila? You got you got motherfuckers who's like they got hope. And we all have hope that one day this is going to get better. But it's like, oh, I want to see it. It's like, yo, Martin Luther King kind of told you, bro, he won't go see that shit in his lifetime. A lot of us probably aren't going to see it. We're going to see it get a little bit better, but we're not going to see yeah, a complete, a complete every gener- system every, change. Every like 50-year generation is a new generation of progress. Mm-hmm. But it's going to take four of those 50-year generations to, for, the, for the progress to really be seen. For sure. So it's like, people hate to hear that shit, but the reality is that it took four hundred. It took really, if you want to be honest, it took two hundred and fifty years. Two hundred and fifty years to establish the status quo in America. Mm-hmm. We're just now starting to change it, and within the last fifty, literally within since nineteen fifty nine is when we're starting to change America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're just touching the iceberg, the tip of the iceberg of what we really need to change in this country for us, for us to really be equal, mm-hmm. for us to know what equality is. So it's like. Our people, and it goes back to the patience. You people have to understand that we're not going to see this shit, but we're going to see change as much as we possibly can in our lifetime. We have to continue to, to advocate for that change. For sure, yeah. We we have to be like our ancestors at the end, end of the day. Like, granted, like they seen little little changes throughout their lifetime. Like even like my grandparents and shit. Like my grandma was born, what ten fifteen years before Ruby Bridges was even allowed to, you know integrate the schools and shit so they have that as a, a frame of reference and it's my mom was in dc when they when they burnt dc down when mk got killed see like a block over I had to put soul brother in her actual house window so they won't burn the house down 
That's real. Mm. That and then that's the the story about a lot of Black Americans. Like we have this in our our consciousness at the end of the day, and we have to realize that hey, we have to keep pushing because the progress we making ain't for us. The progress that we making is for the next next generation. Like our actual people, for sure. Like we we you got like. Moses knew he wasn't going to get out that desert. He knew it. Exactly. But he still led his people on a journey to get where they needed to go. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people don't want to be Moses. A lot of want a lot of people want to be the chosen ones who enter into the land. But Damn it's like right. who like we got somebody got to lay down and we but we I think our generation just not understanding that we're going to have to lay down just like our forefathers did. Yeah. Yeah. But cuz I don't know how they, they gave us a false sense us. of of progress. You know, through history and shit. Like, oh yeah, Martin Luther King, now you now you guys can be friends with white people and shit. Bro, and is, then I the Barack Obama was, shit, bro. That's they really they use cause when you was talking about reparations, they use a couple shit for reparations. They use the Civil Rights Act. They like white people say, No, you got your reparations through that. They say you got our reparations through electing a black president. But think about the bullshit. We got one, y'all got forty three. For sure. Think about that shit. Think about that. Your reparations is one out of forty three. And shit, that's have, even. That's even to them. That's even to them, bro. Of course, and of how many of those were black people considered people? Exactly. Well, like even t- when they were supposed seventeen to, presidents or so, fifteen or seventeen presidents, like nah, less than that. Because if you want to be honest, black people weren't really considered people to the 50s, 60s. For if sure, you really want to be frank, for sure. Because my, because one of my, one of my ancestors was one of the people who discovered the North Pole was the lead captain of the ship. Mm-hmm. the expedition and when he came back he was broke right so yeah. like yeah it, you yeah, got that's shit right. like that so damn right boxers who fought their whole lives and by 1952 was dirt broke because they weren't allowed to get persons in certain venues and shit like mm-hmm. that so really black people weren't black people weren't considered people if you want to be honest until post 1960s realistically yeah like and that's 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 even crazy. That's forty years. Indeed, but that'd be my 40, whole reason years, for years. yeah. That'd be my whole reason for why motherfuckers be like, oh, why y'all still care about this shit? It's like, fam, this shit ain't been that long. Shit could easily they, they switch back. They shit, foolish with the black and white pictures for they sure. It's it's a shit. tactic, bro. It's propaganda. We bro, <laughs> our entire fucking media system is built on propaganda. It was created for propaganda use. Man, this shit is is, and it, part of it goes back to even the music that they push because, like, De La Soul is blocked on fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Like you can't listen to their music. That's on purpose, and that had nothing to do with the money. Right. Like. If it wasn't for public enemy having their money right, you could argue the same thing would happen with them. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's we get like, yeah, they feed, they say, man, it's trying to Compton on TV, watch this shit. They put it on your iTunes, but they don't want you to believe that shit. They want like they like it's they want everybody to be the rebels without causes. They, everybody, they want everybody to scream one like, and that's my issue with Black Lives Matter. I love the idea. I don't like the term. It takes away from what the actual issue. The issue is civil fucking rights. Yep. Yes, we yes we want people to understand that Black Lives Matter, 
But and we plead into them for that shit. I don't like that. Exactly, but the, I feel like yeah. the actual phrase takes away from the power that we're not treated as people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, our lives need to matter, but we need civil. We need the rights of people in this country. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's like a less to me. It sounds less powerful. I don't know why. Like for it just sure. does. Yeah, no, like I'm saying, like it. It feels like we plead into some like to the system. It's like nah, we shouldn't have to plead to them for our lives to matter. Like. There needs to be like true demands behind a phrase or something like that. That isn't giving me the feeling of we demanding something. If it's like, oh no, we telling you like, please, Black Lives Matter. Yeah, it's like we're begging. Yeah, and that that feels weird. I seen somebody say like, you know, we need less Black Lives Matter and more Black Power. Like for sure, something that that you know. Nah, but I said I think that's. And the thing is, I think that even though a lot of our generation waved the Black Lives Matter flag, behind that is the Black Power movement. But I don't, I think we're budging. I think, I I feel like this, for us, I say, I give it five more years. We're going to see how it looks when we're 30, because we're going to see what's really going to crack around. Because even though, yeah, you got the young, you have the people who are 20, 20, uh, 20 and 25, but we really only hear about the older people. Yeah. Yeah, the message gets lost you know, behind the Black Lives Matter. And then, you know, that's part to the media, you know, misconstruing things and painting the picture, but at least the verbiage needs to change, like you said. I got a, cool, I got a question before we dip out, because I feel like we didn't hit, yeah, we didn't hit almost an hour and a half. What time we got? Oh, left? no, bro. We, we we eight minutes from goddamn two hours. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's 150, 152, 153. All right, so uh, what that last one that Julian said, I got one last, damn, I had it and I lost it. I just lost my question. Julian, what did you say? Um, about the media, misconstruing Black Lives Matter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so my question is, my question is, do y'all feel that people... I'm trying to figure out how the best way to phrase this. Do y'all think Black Lives Matter comes off as an inclusive phrase or is it just about Black lives or Black men? The reason why I ask that is because I see a lot of people saying that, saying black, like, yes, black trans lives matter, black gay lives matter, black men lives matter, black women lives matter. But do you all think that that that, that needs to happen? Or do you all think that that's, like, agenda grabbing, if that makes sense? I mean, I can see how, you know, some black people could, could see that it only caters to black men. I could see that, but. I, I think it's I think they scream it just as loud for like when Sandra Bland Sandra Bland got killed as they do now. So I feel like overall it doesn't, but again, it's just like the way that the media is showing it. They might be only showing Black Lives Matter protests when the black man got killed and not the the black woman or the trans woman, you know? So it's like everything is just get manipulated by the media and you know that in turn what that can do is start to divide each other where we start believing what they're preaching and then you have this divide like you're talking about um i agree i agree 100 um i think that the phrase is only mobilized when black men are killed like mm. we, we see it more prevalent like of course trayvon martin uh well not trayvon martin, trayvon uh, martin uh what, what was i was fond of trayvon martin hmm? it was founded over trayvon martin like trayvon martin was the reason black lives matter like to my knowledge, that's what made it knowledgeable to me. Shit, black, uh, Mike Brown was really the moment for 
for me when I really started to really hear Black uh, Black Lives Matter. But yeah, you started to hear around that moment was Mike Brown, Tamir Rice. It was only about when black males were dying. And then, of course, the Sandra Bland thing. But outside of that, the movement doesn't get mobilized until we see somebody die on camera. Yeah. If we call them a spade, a spade. And then yeah. if you look on a, yeah. on a website, on Black Lives Matter website, one of their points, one of their agendas is to push the LGBTQ community. So for them not to... for and not to be mobilized when black trans people die, when black gay people die, it's a little strange to me. Because even with the with the two, like, I don't even have that much knowledge of the two that is in the national media right now, of the two black trans people that uh, passed away in the past week or two. I know about the one who was hung. Mm-hmm. I heard about her. I don't remember the entire story, but and I, that's what I'm, I definitely I saw that. I'm, like I said, I seen it just in passing. So yeah, I've seen I've seen it in passing. Isn't is no like outside of this? Your space of Twitter allows you to see what's going on, but it's not in your face. Like when you open up the app, right mm-hmm. there, your algorithm isn't set up. It doesn't set up the show. Outside like that for sure. Mm-hmm. But like, only reason I ask that is because I feel like if the decision. I'll say it like this: If the situation called for it, I understand the designation, but I wholeheartedly agree with with both of y'all, honestly, and especially with Millet when he said that it feels like it's only mobilized when a black man is killed, because when DC had that shit happen with them girls went missing, like three or four years ago, it was find our girls. It was mm-hmm. Black Girls Matter too. Like the fact that people even had to add the two on there, right? Subconsciously right. signifies something when you saw it. It was like, okay, it. so we have to say the two for the young girls, and who are we saying this is really for? Who is this really by? Who is really pushing this? Mm-hmm. And it's like, and like I said, I feel like black, like to a degree, Black Lives Matter in itself, the phrase devalues the whole. It, it puts an emphasis on the idea that our lives are not treated equally, yes. But it de-emphasizes the point that we are not given the same civil liberties by taking away that power, that powerful word of civil. Mm-hmm. Like, that powerful word of rights. Like, dignify rights that you're, that you're given, you're God-given to be, to have as a citizen in this country. Right. Like, it takes away from that because it's like, is a, like I said, like, like I think like we both, like we all been saying, like all three of us, it's a blanket statement that leads too much for people to be like, okay, so what else? Yeah, it's not specific enough. Right. Like, now, it, because you say police brutality, but it's like, the issue isn't just police brutality. Exactly. <laughs> we dealing with it all the way across the board to healthcare, to access to certain shit. Black Lives Matter in that sense too. But exactly. it's only mobilized when somebody is dead on camera exactly like nobody talks about black lives matter when you hear about a woman getting denied a kidney for two years because because she's just a black woman mm-hmm. or you don't hear about the black man or black woman who goes who goes into the hospital complaining about her baby and they do a, a, a scan and say the baby's fine but then she gives birth in four days and the baby's suddenly passed mm-hmm. like we don't like as as little like the only reason I can even say 
I know about this stuff is because I have conversations with black women about it. Right. But because people in our community don't talk about this type of stuff, it's not spread far enough and for me, for me, for mm-hmm. me. Like, I don't think, I think that a lot of teachers, even though it's an unwritten rule, a lot of teachers should talk to their kids about consent. Right. A lot of teachers should talk to their kids about like just regular life shit, but we limit ourselves. We put a cap on ourselves because we have expectations that others will do a bit of other. We expect everybody else to do it, who's really going to do it. Mm-hmm. That's true. But I mean, should we should we just solely put that responsibility on the educators? Shouldn't that be something that's taught in the house or community based? Like, shouldn't mm-hmm. shouldn't people be learning that outside of the school st- uh, setting? I'll say it like this, man. When you get to some areas, oh, believe me, the I parents know. Rely, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm, I'm already the parent. The parents rely on the teachers to tell their kids that. Yep. But or to teach their kids those lessons. Mm-hmm. But the the teacher may feel restraint because they may not know how the parents may react to the kid coming home saying certain things. Exactly. Yeah. Because I. So it's like you can't really teach somebody because you don't know what's they're allowed to be taught. And and that's the thing, because I don't know if y'all went to, like, public, public school or y'all went to, like, magnet or some shit. Like, I went to public school. So I would have certain uh, teachers after class or in the middle of class throw some real shit at you, throw you a gym. But I had this one substitute teacher when, uh, what was it, Sandy Hook happened. And he went into a whole, like, thing about the NRA and all of this shit. Somebody went and told their mama, bro, is never allowed to like teach in my school district ever. Damn. But it was just like, granted, the shit he was saying, it's like, hey, so, you should have got consent from somebody to talk about this. But it's still like, yeah. damn, it's relevant information as a black man. But exactly, not just talking to black men. So, like, I can't, I can't, like, you, if you're a teacher, you can't give a student a condom. Yeah, that's against the law. You can go to jail for that. Yeah, yeah. No, like they they can say like they actually charge you with like sexual assault mm-hmm. or some wild shit. I'm about to say outside of the the health class setting, I'm about to say I ain't getting no condoms in health class and nothing like that. Exactly. So when you when you have the system set up the way it is, where it limits the flow of information, it limits the flow of conversations, it limits the ability to grow. It mm-hmm. li- like if we want to talk about it, let's talk about it. capitalism is made for people to control the people beneath them and constantly make money off of them. For sure. Yeah. So the whole purpose of the system is a system of America, the system of a capitalist nation, of the capitalist nation, is to make sure that the people who make the mo- who make the money for the people at the top don't learn better to overthrow the people at the top. They want to prevent the French Revolution. That's they don't the, want that shit to happen. That's the game, bro. That's what I've been trying to say. Like, bro, it's it's a it's a money issue. Like it's class at the end of the day. Because there's a reason why they put certain people in certain places. There's a reason why your kids aren't learning things in school. Because, hey, if we making everybody Bill Gates smart, we don't have enough people to work. You know what I mean? Just work these regular-ass jobs that we can pay people slave wages for. You know? That's real. Yeah, yeah. it's it's mad intentional. Yeah, and that shit is scary when you really get to the realization about it. It's mad intentional, mm-hmm. and like, and even the scary part is that even if you raise your kid to be knowledgeable, if your kid uses their voice, you have to fear the parent of your kid being killed before you. For sure. So it's like it's it's you just 
you like somebody told me one day like you gotta be willing to fall for you gotta be willing to die for something because if you fall for, if you're willing to fall for something you gotta be willing to die for, die for something too because everybody's a sucker but when you want to stand up real talk and when I heard that I was like everybody's a sucker everybody's a sucker for something we mm-hmm. all suckers in it. we all suckers for com- for capitalism something we all working the jobs we all making the money yeah we, we all, all want the bag we all got a boss we all got a boss for sure. But when you gonna stand up? Like when? Like what? What's what's your, what's your platform? What's your voice? What you gonna say? What you gonna do? Real uh, talk. I ain't got nothing else, bro. I'm all out. Oh no! Nah, I better say, hey, this was this was a good conversation. Granted, I I got like a list of questions I wanted to ask, but nah, but this is a it'll be a whole nother setting. Yeah, bro. that's a whole nother. We gotta hit a whole nother. A yeah, whole I better say because we just got onto capitalism. That's my favorite thing to talk about. So, bro, don't get me started, Jew. You got anything to say, fool? Nah, man, like, this whole this whole convo, like, yeah, like, insightful, I feel like we touched on a lot, and, you know, we have more episodes for more. For sure. Yeah, man, we unfiled it definitely for the uh, for the link-up, immature icons, definitely for the link-up. Mm-hmm. We just talking, bro, like, if you don't like the conversation, hit my phone, and I can talk to you about whatever you want to talk about, but I just would care about people just learning, growing, bro. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. You should have a new realization every day, bro. You don't have to read a book every week. I never. I don't. I. I, I believe in it, but I don't believe in preaching it. I do believe you should read some, but man, just 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 incite yourself, man. Just read, read, talk, and learn. That's all. I, that's all I ask for people. Because the more we learn, the more we grow. The more we grow, the better we get. Sure, <laughs> that's a fact. Hey, and for anybody who is who is. Going on niggas for not knowing what Juneteenth is, bro. Just educate people. I ain't gonna lie. I had to urge at first. I'm like, man, some people really just don't know. That's, some people really don't know. That's what I'm getting at, cause bro, I'm from a I'm from a city where niggas hold on to they to they thought process. The hood is the only thing that matter. So it's like, hey, cause what's happening to me? If it ain't if it don't got nothing to do with my lexicon, it don't matter. Exactly. So it's just like, ah, shit, bro. You can't think that way. But then you gotta, you gotta approach these people a certain type of way. You can't just go at them like you niggas are stupid. Then it's like, I know I'm not taking nobody a word after you call me stupid and all of that shit, or you try to belittle me the whole time. So it's like, look, you gotta find certain ways to have these conversations. It's hard to though. I ain't gonna lie. For like, sure. It's hard to talk to the old head in the barbershop. It's not frustrating, bro. It's so frustrating because. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it just even having people with different in different institutions because you got people that been in jail their whole life. You got people that was in the military. You got people that went to college. But that's a whole different question that we can have for a whole different day because I got for I sure. got a, I got a loaded question about that has something to do with Boosie. <laughs> oh, hey, just wow! Because I about to say the original like because I thought we was gonna talk about songs like today, but I was like, Yo, I did too. But we, that, went, that, we went somewhere else. Fuck it. But yeah, that that set it off, Joey. I was like, look. He did what he had to do on that. And the fact that it's being used as a protest song tells you a lot about the power of music. Nah, but I was just about to say about Boosie, like, it's just, like I said before, sad to say, but some niggas you got to leave behind. You ain't going to change the way that nigga think. He got money. He don't need to think. Nah, I think it's beyond that. I think niggas in Baton Rouge don't like that period, whether they got money or they don't. Maybe so. It highlights the ignorance, but. Maybe so, but. Hey, from what we saying to the niggas that got the bag that are, I hate using that word too because I'm listening to myself saying it. But yeah, the niggas that act like niggas, bro, 
Floyd Mayweather, bro. There's a re- he gonna always <laughs> think the way he think because he's in a bubble. He's not. He's detached from this entire lifestyle. This shit ain't happening yeah. to nobody. He really know or fuck with like that. Same thing with Wayne. It's like, bro, this shit ain't happening to me. So I don't need to really have this vantage point that y'all keep trying to push on me. Oh, man, kill your masses is all I'm gonna say. Kill For your sure. But all right, bro, I ain't got nothing else to say. I'm all good. I'm about to go out to the car and do do what I gotta do tonight. I understand, my brother. Same here. Oh <laughs> uh, right, yeah, hey, like like always, if y'all like what y'all heard, like listen, subscribe. If you don't like what you heard, thanks for the listen. Uh, shout out to We Are Founded. Shout out to Image Icons. Uh, they going on both platforms. Real talk. Hey man. Hey, if y'all wanted to talk about something, just shoot us a link. Just shoot us something, honestly. Damn right. Yeah, I'm willing to talk to anybody, so shit. We can have more voices up here. I about to say the oh, more the I better. Got, I got you. I got you. I got you. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a fact. I'm like, we can definitely get some more people up here because I'm like, it's definitely conversations that we should be having, you know, just as a, especially as black men. But the one thing I want to be, I want to be careful about, and I don't want to get in that group thing shit. I hate of that. Of course. But, bro, as you see, in this conversation, we was... Kind of on the same page on some shit, but we don't agree with everything, you know? Oh, hell no. And that's the whole thing. Like, we got to make sure we're not just asking blanket-ass questions to the point where everybody gets hit up with a, hit you with a yes or no. It's like, nah, bro, tell me exactly how you feeling. Because once you get yeah. somebody to explain how they feeling, bro, you start to be like, you don't really even think the way you trying to put out. That's my issue with dude, bro. That was my issue with dude. Mm-hmm. That was my issue with dude. Yep. That man took 30 minutes to take that one tweet. And then after they start going like this, yep. Nah, bro, it was it wasn't hitting. It wasn't hit. He thought he was hitting some bars. It wasn't hitting. That'd be the whole thing. <laughs> That's the game, though. Nigga will take twenty five minutes for one tweet. Wilder, <laughs> things be wilder, man. But, all right, y'all. All right, y'all. Y'all stay blessed. Y'all stay black out there. Goddamn, uh, shit. Y'all know. Y'all already know. Deuces. Yeah, right.